All right, testing, testing. The stream should be starting. I'm going to wait for it to pull up. Make sure I have it muted. All right, we're good. So uh, I'm going to let people come in. Uh, hopefully, they got the updated link. Oh, shit. Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to wait a few minutes to let people come in. Uh, welcome, Reliable HVACR uh, live stream. If you guys can't stick around for the whole stream, it's a podcast as well. It gets uploaded the next day. You guys already know. Um, and today we got a special guest, and we're going to be talking about growing a business. So I've had questions on that. And uh, I posted that earlier, and I got a few questions too for Angel. So in a minute, I'm going to bring him on. Uh, just waiting to see who pops in. Okay, now people are popping in. What's up, everybody? Let me see. Just stand by, Angel. They're already uh, chanting for you. What's up, Steve? I'm going to bring on Angel from HVAC Boss in a minute. Uh, if you guys have any business questions, I get them every so often. I think this is a perfect guy to ask. So if you guys have any business questions, uh, concerns, or anything like that, I know a lot of people eventually want to start a business, uh, work for themselves and everything. Today's the stream that you want to ask those questions. Uh, okay, people are starting to show up. So let me figure this out real quick. All right, so uh, Angel from HVAC Boss is on now. All right, what's up, what's up, Angel? How's it going, guys? How we doing? I'm doing good. How's everybody in the chat? Hopefully, everybody can see me. Oh, you actually look fine. I can see you now on the bigger screen because I'm doing everything from my phone. I couldn't tell earlier. So yeah, you're fine there, man. All right, so a lot of you might already know who this is. This is Angel from HVAC Boss. Uh, he has a YouTube channel, Instagram. I'll link all that stuff down below. And uh, yeah, you can, I don't know if you can see the chat, but they're already doing the show thing. So everybody already knows what's up. Can you hear me fine? I can hear you. Yeah, I can okay. hear you. Can you see the chat or no? I can't see the chat now. Hold on. All right, give us a second, guys. I'm not a interviewer. I don't remember how to bring this up.
I don't know if you want to pull up the chat on your phone. Like if you go to our or my YouTube, you can see the yeah the I can, chat from the I, I just pulled it up on my phone, so I could we can roll with it. I can see okay. uh, so don't mind if I'm looking down. I'm gonna be reading <laughs> uh, everybody's Enrique D Enrique Dots show. That's right. We out here getting it. Yeah, we got Steven here, we got Nate, uh Nando. 530 Yuba City, California. Uh, Enrique, Enrique and Richie asking for the rooster. We're not outside today, Ben. Everybody's infatuated with that rooster. Uh, yeah, I, it gets on my nerves, but everybody likes it. Okay, so I don't know if you want to go ahead and just start. Uh, Introduce yourself a little bit, what you do and how long you've been doing it, all that stuff. All right. Uh, my name's Angel. You know, I'm going on, I believe I started back in 1998, coming into 1999. I'm 42 years old, coming into being 42. Um, I've been in the in this and the service industry since, like I said, towards the late 98, 99. I started when I was 17 years old uh, with a... Uh, I'm a little ashamed to say it, but with a forge uh, paper to work, be able to work, not go to school, work on home studies, and be able to work mm -hmm. on my local uh, HVC and plumbing uh, company, which is actually still around uh, to this very day. Cool, cool. Man, 17, that's young. Yeah, so in 2000, March of 2003, coming into 2004, I, I went ahead. I was 20, 21 years old. I went ahead and started my own uh Started my company, apply. You know, um, started applying uh, myself to my skills. You know, I was working two jobs at the time, and I think in two thousand five is when I finally got licensed. Oh, okay. And uh, how long were you in the field before maybe you started your business? And um, well, let me see, see, three, four, five. I was probably in the field five years, five, six years. Oh, so you started right away? Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I was too. Like, um, I started working for my dad, so it was a completely different business. Well, I mean, it's still the same, but uh, he fixes, like, you know, the steamers, the fryers, all the hot food kind of stuff. And he was an electrician before, so then, like, he kind of needed a refrigeration guy. So I went to school, got the couple years' experience that I needed, and I just I went straight to work on our stuff and so i had to deal with a lot of that stuff at a young age too and, and whatever made a lot of mistakes early on and all that but um you know it's all right from you know what you know it's okay to make mistakes as long as we learn from them you know i still make mistakes uh here and there you know and some people make more mistakes than others and that's all right as long as yeah. we're able to learn from them that's that's the important key yeah we all do and as long as you don't keep making the same mistake over and over i think you're good I was reading on one of the comments down here, uh, Chris, Chris Garcia. I missed the videos, HVC boss. I'm assuming they're talking about the YouTube videos. I kind of dropped out a little bit out of the YouTube. It's just, you know, I'm not really a social media guy. I'm not really, I'm all new to this. Uh, it's actually yeah. um, my son, my 19 year old son is what the one that's got me into this and started the channel for me. And, and his idea was, I've always been a private guy, kind of to myself. 
Um, yeah. He says, hey, you know, you got a very, you trained a lot of guys, even guys that have their own company today. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge out there. Some people, I said, nah, nobody wants to learn from me, you know. Um, it's just kind of, you know, being in my own cave and, you know, he brought me out, to, you know, he brought me out and, and you know, it's, which is, I think it's great because I found a whole new world, you know, where, you know, when I started, there wasn't all this social media. So I can connect yeah. with other HBC people in the industry, you know. So it's kind of cool that, you know, we're able to connect. I'm able to see, you know, what's out there, um, you know, and I see other people bringing, shedding light to the industry for these younger technicians coming to the trade. I think that's great. I mean, one of them, uh, you know, of course, he did, you know, it was uh, Tito. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you know Tito, uh, Tito Vlogs, he started, you know, I started following him and I liked his, you know, he's in California. I liked the way he was working. I liked his work ethic. I was a really big fan of him. Uh, and, you know, he was encouraging uh, younger guys to come into the trade. No different than, you know, I discovered Ben, you know, from HVC Tactical, you know, brings a lot of awareness to the industry. You know, uh, which I think it's great. You know, somehow, you know, blue collar, you know, wasn't cool enough, you know, but yeah. now now it's the thing to be. And I tell you what, it's definitely going to be the thing to be. It seems like, you know, definitely in terms of money, you know, we're going to make money. A lot of guys don't want to get into this industry. A lot of people not interested in turning wrenches. And that's how we're going to make more money. Definitely, man. Yeah, uh, Ben, that whole thing with the award show uh, was awesome. I didn't get to go to the award show. I, I don't know. Did you go to that? Um, I didn't. I didn't. I, it was sold out. Uh, oh, okay. I was in Vegas. I was there in Vegas, but I uh, didn't get to go. I heard it. I heard it. It was rocking. Yeah, man. So uh, make sure to go to the next one. I'm going to try and make sure I don't miss it. I missed it because of a flight. Um, but I was out there, too, at the Vegas thing. And that that's a whole other thing. We, like, I don't know if you got to meet up with anybody else there. Um, I kind of missed a lot of people, you know, trying to – I had never been to the AHR before, and it's a lot of ground to cover. So right. I was in there I was in there trying to, like, answer people back on messages and stuff, and then, like, they're on the other end, and I'm trying to, like, cross paths with them and everything, and it was just really hard. So next yeah. time I need Especially to be – uh, Vegas, right? Yeah, I, was, I need to be better about it next time. And I had uh, other things to do. I was with my friends – uh this time around but next time i'll kind of have more of a plan uh to meet up with people and uh make better time of you know the the time that we have there right but it was definitely cool uh like i I, i'm bummed out that i missed the award show too but that kind of stuff they're trying to make it like cool for the younger generations and you know everything uh even though awarding the people that do good uh, Absolutely, and I think those... I think it's great, man. I think what Ben's doing, HVC Tactical, and I really do mean it. I've been in this industry for a long time, and I think what he's doing, he's bringing awareness. He's, you know, and and me and, me and Ben were talking about this, and it seems like you know going to college was the thing to do, and if you didn't go to college, you were at less value. And not knocking anybody that's gone to college, I'm not simply saying that, but we're also valuable too. You know, we're out here. Yeah. You know, and I think with this whole pandemic thing, it showed, you know, we're essential workers. We were the ones keeping things uh, flowing and going, you know, um, and you can make, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I always try to point this out. It's like you don't have to go to college uh, to have a, you know, have a good paying job in this industry, doing HVAC, doing plumbing, even being an electrician, uh, anything yeah. in the trade, you know, uh, you'll make good money. You know, I think my 
my highest paying, you know, where here in California, I'm in Fresno, California, my highest paid technician makes $180,000 a year. And with a lot of perks yeah. and benefits, you know, that's where it's at. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's pretty cool where, you know, somebody that doesn't have to, you know, once he goes home, he shuts it off. He doesn't have to worry about nothing else as a being an <laughs> owner. You don't get to shut it off. It's it's always seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Yeah, there's like a, a good and a bad thing with that. But um, yeah, you can definitely make quite a good living doing this. I mean, trades just basically make the world go round. Like you can't be without anything that a skilled tradesman like made or fixed or like, you know, tons of things uh, wouldn't work without us. So definitely appreciate uh Ben for, you know, uh, showcasing that it's only going to get bigger from there. Cause you know, they have sponsors everywhere now. Um, I think you were going to help out with that too. No. Yeah. I, uh, teamed up with Ben, you know, I want to, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm and I kid you not. I, I feel like I've been in a cave for years and years because I don't have <laughs> social media till now. So I, when I got into this, I got to meet other people. I got to see other people doing cool work. Um, you know, it, I got excited and I said, man, I, I want to be part of this. I want to, I want to give back to a trade that's given so much to me, you know, um, you know, I don't just do HVAC. I do plumbing too. Yeah. And yeah, it's both, both trades, uh, has given uh, so much, uh, to me, you know, uh, my company started in a two bedroom apartment, you know, in a two bedroom apartment. Uh, when at the time it was, uh, I think rent was $525, a month and then back then it was like oh my god you know i gotta yeah. go 525 dollars a month uh to pay rent uh you know it, it was a struggle but you know uh you know god was good and i was luckily you know i started off with one truck uh i rode a few years by myself and then I, I got a second truck and i said you know second truck just a little hop that's all i need and then it kept growing i said a third truck and you know now we're up to 25 trucks you know and more on the way yeah, I can see that you got a whole fleet going on over there. Um, yeah, some people. There was a a person in here a few weeks ago that was asking some business questions, and that was one of his things. He was like, "How do I how do I grow?" Like, um, I think he said he was. I guess he had been struggling to get business. Now I've done a, a video on the stuff that we did. We're we're a small family business. I'm in Texas. You know, it's a low cost of living stuff like that. We have a lot of competition, people like a low balling just to get work from other people. Um, but I don't know, like, I know people might think it's overwhelming, overwhelming to start a business because they see all these big companies and what they're doing. It doesn't have to, you don't have to start like that. You can start, like you said, you started with one truck by yourself. You know, you do your work. Uh, word of mouth is like one of the things that I always tell people. Make sure you do your Absolutely. work. Make sure you do your work, you know, that you're proud of it and stuff like that. Because then uh, when the customer sees that, they recommend you and they talk about you and it's in a good way. Most of my business, you know, I hardly do any advertisement. You know, we got other companies, similar size, where they're spending millions a year in advertisement. Yeah. And I kid you not, I hardly spend, I spend peanuts on advertisement, if, if at any, <laughs> in some years. And I get tons of referrals at probably 80% of my businesses referrals. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, uh, doing, going out there, doing a good job for people and basically going to every home, which is commercial, whether it's commercial, 
or it's residential going in there with the mindset is like, Hey, I got to do, I got to do, you know, 110%. Like this was my own place. You know, that's, that's kind of the mindset, you know, uh, I'd like to go into and just growing a business, being confident, you know, and I was a real, believe this or not, when I started, I was, you know, I was very young. I was 21 years old. And I remember, you know, the homeowners, you know, uh, you know, women getting next to me and I'd be so like, oh my gosh, she's in my comfort zone. You know, I used to be so shy, you know, and yeah. I had to learn to break out of that. You know, now I'm a parrot that you can't, you know, customers love having me. He's like, man, I, I fixed it in 30 minutes, but I've been here for two hours because customers love talking to me. And, yeah. you know, knowing, knowing your stuff, you know, having the knowledge, you know, and most and most importantly, you know, and I think, you know, I, I have, you know, I got some employees and I've always, I treat the younger guys coming into the industry is, you know, don't chase the money. You know, that's the biggest young, these young guys, this new generation, they're always chasing the money. Always, always, always chasing the money. Chase the knowledge because money's going to follow. You know, it's like if I went to a job and applied somewhere and got a job, they said, what do you want to make? I said, you know what? Pay me minimum wage. Yeah. To start off with, I don't care. Let me show you what I can do. You know what I mean? Let your work speak for itself. You know, and if yeah, the that's... knowledge you make, you know, the money's going to follow. Yeah, and that's what I usually tell people, like like I said, the word of mouth, because I was wondering about that, too. Like, if you guys did any advertising or anything like that, because we do absolutely zero advertising as well. And we have a few national accounts or what I consider national accounts. You know, they're fast food chains that are across the country. We have the ones that we cover in our area. We have, like, three of those that give us 20 stores each. And then we also have, like, some local uh chains here that are just here uh they might have like three restaurants around so we have a good mix of everything and it's usually like people that heard of us uh get, we get recommended because we do good work at a reasonable rate you know stuff like that so and you um, know going to going going to customers they can they can sense talking to you you can't be timid you got to be confident you know like 50 yeah. cents said you know, don't mistake my confidence for arrogance. You know, be confident yeah. in, in what you do. And that projects to customers. They're like, hey, man, this, you know, when, it, when I get, when they ask me a question about a furnace or, 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 or a, a unit they're looking at replacement, you know, they, and I answer the question, I give them a five, 10 minute, you know, answer. Yeah. And they're like, man, I've had it to where like, hey, you know what? You gave us a verbal bid already. You're going to go, you know, you're going to go to your truck and send an email it to us and whatever. And they said, but I got to be honest with you, your, your bids, maybe a thousand dollars more than the next guy, but we're going to go with you. I feel a lot more confident with you. And I think that's what it goes back down to is know your equipment, know your stuff and be confident. You know, you, you have to believe it. So other people believe it too, you know? And I think, and, and, and in terms of growing a business, I never, you know, all I wanted to do, uh, Adrian, when I started off, I just went, you know, I had a newborn son. I was in a two-bedroom apartment. All I wanted to do is make, at the time, and this is, remember, this is back then, okay? Uh, some of you yeah. guys, I don't know, maybe some of you guys weren't born or some of you guys were still running around and died. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, all I wanted to make was $60,000 a year. If I made $60,000 a year back then, I, I was ecstatic. You know, I was like, oh, that's all I want to do. I just want to take care of customers and, 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 you know, be able to pay bills and have a normal life. Never 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 in a million years did i ever think i would grow a business and have you know over you know 45 employees and and 
Never. If you would have told me that, yeah. that you know, from day one, I was like, I don't believe it. I, I you know, um, but you know, it, it, it happened, you know, and, and, and I think long, along the way I had to learn is get, getting my mind right where failure was not an option. Uh, it wasn't even in, it wasn't even my vocabulary. It wasn't even written in my book. Uh, you know, I would talk to other people that are like, oh, you're getting into the business. I'm getting out. It's harder than you think. And I would just always say to myself, you know, uh, kind of tend to ignore them, stay away from negative people. You know, and that's another thing, you know, is yeah, you got it, ignore you got negative it. people, hang around with positive people. You know, it's like they always say, you know, I, I have a group, you know, of friends that I hang out with and I'm the dumbest one in the group. You know, they, they have bigger and more successful businesses than I do. And I don't consider myself to be successful. I really don't. Uh, you know, it's not over. The race ain't over, you know. Uh, and, and I learn from them. You know, I learn business, uh, you know, sense from them. And and that's the thing, you know. It's, it's hanging out with positive people, hanging out with people doing uh, uh, big things is, is the, big, the biggest thing that I can recommend uh, to anybody out there. Yeah, man, especially like, like when we started – like we had to, you know, you really, you really have to work hard. And uh, like you said, be confident. And like so much of that goes into it that people probably don't know or they get scared or something like that. So uh, I think we have a lot of uh, similarities in the way our businesses have gone. And that's, that's another thing that I had to learn as far as like how you treat customers, how you have that relationship that's like something that I hadn't, I didn't want anything to do with when I started. Yeah. I was like, I was like, get in, get out. Don't even talk to anybody. Just get my job done or whatever. And then I was like, cause you know, cause at first I was just an, uh, an employee. I was basically a helper for my dad and stuff. And then I saw the way he was, you know, he was everybody's best friend. He stayed after the call, you know, to, to talk to them. They would talk about I, like, fam- like family and friends and all that, you know. And then I started watching that. And I'm like, you know what? Eventually, I'm gonna have to do that. So like, now I do talk to uh, the customers. I, I at least give them a good explanation of what we did, how we took care of them, you know, stuff we can do to prevent uh, a lot of business, you know, stuff, and then just see what else they need. Just you know, talk to them because uh, they have to feel comfortable with you to keep calling you. And then, you know, like I said, we have a lot of competition down here um, and it's only getting worse. I, I, right now we're hitting a, another spike where a lot of companies are starting up. And uh, a lot of these businesses now need like three companies on call as like from a, I guess from up in headquarters, you know, they need, a, they need to have that. But the customers we have are like, man, we don't want anybody else. We don't want to call uh, this other company that they're putting on our list. We want you. We feel more, the most comfortable with you. So, I mean, that's something I had to learn. Uh, it took me a little while, but I had to learn that whole relationship thing. And that's going to help you keep uh, the business that you do get, which, you know, is important too. Yeah. And I absolutely. And, and, you know, and you know what? I look at it like this, but I, if, Sometimes I'm not the first uh, phone call. I'm the second or third, or I start off that way, being the third call. Uh, and that's okay. I'm happy with that. There's a lot of people that, you know, in the business, they're like, oh, you know, they, they, you know, I'm the third phone call. You know, if they can't get to it, then they call me. And they get, they get a bad taste in their mouth because of that. I don't. 
let me, you know, I, I, I can't tell you how many accounts I have now where I've been the third phone call and now I'm the first. You know, just given the opportunity, yeah. you know, get my foot through the door. You know, I, I, I show the customers what we can do and how, you know, how our service is different from others, you know, and, and they like that, you know, they like, you yeah, know, they like, like the, they like the, you know, we're, we're Johnny on the spot every time. Yeah. Like with us, uh, like I said, we just started getting a little more competition because they want like a list, I guess for that reason, you know, if somebody can't make it, there has to be like two or three other companies that they can call. So like one of our guys who's actually like uh, my uncle, he gets really upset when stuff like that happens, you know, cause it's my dad's company and, and whatnot. And then, uh, my dad has to tell him, you know, like, calm down. Like, it doesn't matter what list we're on or whatever. Like, just do the work the right way. Make sure you're nice to the customer. And uh, don't give them a reason to call anybody else. Or if you're the, like you said, the third car or whatever, uh, give them a reason, make an impression for them to keep calling you back. And, you know, that's and important. It, and going back to, like, you know, going back to, like, what you said, you know, you just wanted to get in there and get out. And there's probably a lot of guys like that. They're just about their, you know, their business. I want to get in there and fix it and get out. Yeah. Well, that's fine. But the, let me give you a word of advice. You can be short with people. You can do, you know, focus on your work. But at least, at least spend five minutes with the customer. Oh, man, beautiful weather. You know, beautiful weather. And, of course, never bring in politics or religion or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. Just, oh, that's a beautiful car you drive. You know, make them remember what your name at least was. You know, yeah. and, and, and there's been times even in the business where I'm just, I'm trying to get this done. You know, we got a lot of calls, you know, I got a lot of calls waiting. I'm trying to get in there, get it done and get out. And, you know, they, some, some people want to be friendly, you know, cause I do residential too. You know, they want to mm -hmm. talk and, you know, and I keep it short with them. Cause I'm, and I, they tell them, and I tell them, I apologize. I say, I apologize. I'm really trying to pay attention to what you're doing, but I'm right here looking yeah. at your furnace. So I'm right here looking at your condenser and I'm just trying to focus in, you know, on what I'm doing and, and they respect that. They're like, oh, okay. But at least, right, you know, once once it's done, I'll spend five minutes, you know, creating that bond. At least five, so leaving an impression, you know, the lasting impression with them. Yeah. Um, like, like, when I started doing that, I would just make sure that I talked to them after the call. Or when I got there, I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, what do you need? Um, what do you have problems with? And then, you know, kind of let them tell you a little bit of the story of what's going on, make conversation do your work, you know, do whatever you have to do. And then afterwards, just wrap it up with them. Like tell yeah. them what you did. And sometimes I'll just ask them, you know, how's work been or how's uh, business, you know, stuff like that. And uh, that's the simplest way, you know, uh, you don't have to be like super best friends with them, but you know, the better the re relationship, um, the better that customer will be to call you and all that stuff. You know, and, you know, I think sometimes some people get nervous. Some technicians, I found some new technicians, I found that get really nervous. And even <laughs> if there's with customers or being a little uptight, I end up winning them over. I'll get a laugh out of them. Or sometimes yeah. they're being too serious. And I'll, I'll throw little jokes, little things here and there. And, and, if I, and, and they're trying to be short with me. But sometimes some of these housewives, some of these gentlemen, you know, they'll throw a smile. I said, was that a smile? Like, oh, okay, I got a smile. I can, I can, I can go about my work. And, and then they open up, you know, I, I break the ice. So yeah, I think being, being confident and being good with, with customers, you know, whether it's commercial, residential is, is very important. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that I don't think it's brought up, um, which I've told people like, 
if you're gonna uh, run a business and stuff like like um steve said in the chat uh, customer service is is everything so um like for me it wasn't really i mean i was shy like when i started more so than i am now but um i just got really annoyed with some of my customers like you know some of them are rude like you said um or they're just oh, not... especially the, the, the you know we do we do restaurants too uh, yeah we have a few fast food uh and these managers yeah I, or retail retail stores malls <laughs> i don't know what it is about managers i think it's part of their they they, they, they sometimes they got to be rude or they got to be short you know and i just make a joke out of it you know i know recently you know i went to we'll call it a smoothie mixing place i won't say the name of it and it was at yeah. our our biggest mall we have here and I just try to make, I, I'm, 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 I could be serious. I could be a real joke at the same time. And the manager shows up and say, hi, how you doing? Introduce myself. My name's Angel with Costless Plum Heating Air. Uh, we're here. And he goes, well, can I help you? I said, no, I'm actually here to help you. I understand that, you know, this ain't working. That's working here inside your suite. It's hot in here. And I said, people are trying to get their drink on and they don't want to be in there sweating. And, and, and she says, well, the unit's upstairs. What are you doing in here? And I was <laughs> like, dang, Felicia. What? <laughs> You know, I started. Yeah, I know. And we I, got I, those I too. got a smile out of her. I said, we ain't got to be mean about it. I said, yeah. let me go up there and see what's going on. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, that, never taking nothing personal. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing that I had to get get down to. Because, like, some of them, like, like for you, you won't even, you just walk in the door and they're already, like, annoyed with you. And I'm like, I'm just here to fix your stuff. Hughes, um, Hughes man, Hughes man says, I'll read some of their, says, retail managers are the worst. I haven't well, had to deal with that too much. Worse, but uh, you know, they, uh, they could be sometimes. They can use a little, be a little friendly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we got some of those in the in the fast food chain too, where they're like, they're like annoyed as soon as you step in the door, and then like, I just have to learn to kind of compose myself and just if they're not having it, you know, still be nice to them, uh, friendly, fix you know, fix it in a timely manner, and all that. Uh, my dad, yeah. No, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my dad can go either way too. Now the thing is, he's a hothead, so if they really piss him off, especially if it's something directed towards me, uh, he kind of has to hold back too. But he's the kind that, like you said, like you can be jokey, you can be serious, and all that. Because we have some managers that are jokey, but they're the kinds that are like hey asshole this that that whatever like i can't tell if they're being uh serious or joking or whatever but my dad can take <laughs> it and then flip it and then they're they're joking cursing and everything and i was like okay i gotta i would have been like i would have been like <laughs> i would have been like hey you kissed your husband with that dirty mouth yeah I, i've come across some managers like that and hey, I, I don't think they're i'm not married well yeah you know why now I don't think they're from here, though. They're probably from somewhere else, and that's just the way they talk or something. But my dad has – well, he's seen it all. So he'll joke right back with them the way they are, and it ends up working. So sometimes you got to know your customer, you know? Well, you know, being a people person, I consider myself to be a people person, and I think that's what, you know, uh, is great. You know, I get customers – Oh man, you know, I still, I'm still on the field. I'm still out there running calls right with my guys. I'm still crawling attics. I'm still jumping on roofs. Um, 
Yeah, man, that's how my dad. That's how my dad is because they had him at his previous company um, as like the area manager or something, and he was new to the to the field, so he worked his way up in that company, and he hated being in the office. He wanted to be out there, and they wouldn't let him, and that's kind of what brought him to make uh, this company that we're at, that we started now, because uh, he wants to be out there too. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to check out some of these comments. Does uh, yeah. anybody out there have any questions for me? Um, you know, if you have a small company, if, you, if you're a business owner, if you have one truck, two trucks, three trucks, uh, if you make $100,000 a year, it says, you know, and you're interested in making million dollars a year, millions and millions. <laughs> Guys, I can tell you, I'm not, this is not an infomercial. Okay. I don't get nothing to tell you. Guys, it's easier than what you think. You know, uh, you just got to get your mind right. And it's easier never in my life yeah. um, than I ever expect to get to, you know, where I'm at. And I don't consider myself successful. I still got a ways to go where I want to be. And, and the race is never over, you know, uh, one minute it can hear the next minute it could be gone. So I don't take nothing for granted. That's for sure. Yeah. But well, I'm looking at the, has at the questions, chat. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody asked if, if you guys, if we recommend uh, trade school. I don't know what you think on trade school because I don't think you went to trade school, right? I didn't go to trade school, but I've, I've, I've interviewed and I've had mm -hmm. the opportunity to, you know, I, this is how I interview people. I said, hey, if they interview well with me, I says, hey, I'd like to give you on the job interview. Uh, mm -hmm. Meaning you come ride with me for eight hours. I'm going to pay you for my, your time. But I want to see what, you know, people can talk to talk. Let's see if you can walk the walk. You know what I mean? So I can't yeah. tell you how many times I get guys, oh, I can change out. I can do compressor swap outs. I can do it. I can install a package unit, a swap out in two hours, in and out, and they can't even wire a thermostat. So I've learned that, you know, let's see what you can do out in the field. And, you know, based on that uh, assessment is, you know, whether I'm going to hire you. Uh, or not in trade schools we haven't had much luck around here now there is a trade school that i'm kind of partnered up with and only because uh -huh. their instructor actually at one point came through here and and knows the actual field so he's trying to change a lot of things in the trade school but before that be honest i didn't have much faith in trade schools and especially Guys, even before that, that were working for me, they still work for me, that went to trade schools, and they're like, to be honest with you, I pretty much learned everything here than what it really, and really that I went to trade school. And, they're, you know, now all they have is a student loan that they got to pay off. Now, oh, I yeah. think trade schools have gotten a little better, but, um, and I think going to trade school, certain ones, you know, do your research on it. I think it's great, but it, it's, it's not it's how do you say it's not a necessary if you can find a local plumbing air conditioning company that are willing to take you on as apprentice i think you're going to learn 10 times more faster and 10 times more efficient you know being out in the field yeah and that's what i've told guys too i'm like it's not you don't have to go to trade school it really depends on on the person I like i'm i'm super happy that i went i, I was able to learn a lot of the i guess the theory uh first so i knew how Everything worked, uh, refrigeration cycle, I knew my superheat, you know, all the technical stuff. So I did go to school. I went to a college, though, so it was a two-year program. Uh, the ones I, I 
don't really like that I hear bad things from are the crash course where you go for like three months. And I'm like, what did you learn in like three months? Yeah, like, three months. I don't I know about the, that. I think the ones I think the ones around here are like eight or nine months. And I they, in fact we just had a new class come through. Um, I, 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 they, they bring them out to my shop and I talk to them, the new guys coming into the field, what it's like, what to expect, um, you know, give them a tour of my service band, get them motivated, you know, to continue through the course and make sure they go to, to, you know, uh, to the end of it, you know, uh, just getting guys motivated. I was going to read some of the comments, uh, here. Let me cut you off there, Adrian. It says, <laughs> Everything HBR, except Joe, I think he said he's got 25 trucks. That's right, 25 trucks are still growing. That doesn't include the crane trucks we have, thumb trucks we have, the backhoes. I'm the everything here. I'm the crane operator, backhoe operator, janitor. Well, mechanic, someone, asked, someone asked if you're uh, – or when did you become certified for the crane? Um, that was back in 2000. Well, shoot, let me look. <laughs> Yeah, like how long did you just like one day like I don't want to rent a crane or rent a crane? Yeah, company? you know, let's see, this was back. I think in 2015 is when I got certified. Oh, okay. It's it's, it's my certification. I'll show the people. Certification's a little a little broken up. <laughs> a little broken up. I got a new one somewhere lost in my sock drawer somewhere, but I got it. Um, and that's not something a lot of people get either. I haven't seen that before. Or like, well, here's the deal. You know, you're we like move, all in move. one. We do here. I know package units are rare in some states or in some areas. Eighty okay. percent of what we work on is package units on the roof. You know, not on the ground like back east. You know, like, like quality, a, quality. What's it called? Quality HVC or Zach? Yeah, they got a lot of package units that are on the ground where he walks right up to them. I'm like, man. Well, that's Ooh. what that's what we have. That's what we have too. Uh, as far as residential, residential, I don't oh, see the man. ones on the roof. Our package units are on on top of the on on top of the uh, two story roofs, single story roofs, <laughs> and 110, 120 degree heat. And I gotta take I gotta take my veto bag up there, you know, up and down. I'll still knock 10, 12 calls a day. Yeah, that's on, something. On, that's on on the call. That's something and else, I, man. That's man, that's kind I would of love a, if we had package units sitting on the ground and once in a while which are rare i'll run into one like that yeah and i'm like oh this is great <laughs> well i don't i don't do residential either so i'm like that would be nice to do too but i i deal with commercial and it's everything's rooftop for that yeah yeah i know we got a lot of uh, rooftop units uh over here but like, yeah i've I, never I seen it. I've never seen other guys uh, do the cranes themselves. So, like, around here, we do package units, too, and stuff, rooftops. Everybody has to rent, you know, from a crane company and all that. You know what's funny? I, every now and again, if we're too busy, we still use, we'll still use an outside crane service. You know, it's actually we became pretty good friends uh, over the years. And originally, way back when, how I, 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 I got into the crane business by accident. And, oh, really? and here's how I remember calling him one afternoon, busy summer. And, and mind you, at the time, I think we we're giving them four or five lifts a day, you know, replacing units. And I'd like to think I was at least one of his two top two, top three customers, you know, and mm -hmm. I called him 
Um, my office probably should. Uh, Whoa, crane. Okay. We we can't get no uh, no crane. Um, and I said, what do you mean we can't get no crane? So then he, uh, you know, I called him. It's li- literally I remember this conversation years back, middle of summer. It was maybe about six in the evening. I had just gone home. I was in my kitchen. I called the crane. I called the crane company. I called the owner. I said, hey, what do you mean you can't get to me for two, three days? I got customers waiting. And he was probably probably had a rough day that day, you know, and he was like, well, hey, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's busy out here. You know, you got to wait in line like everybody else, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, if you don't like it, maybe you should get your own crane. <laughs> I was like, all right. I says, two months later, I bought my first crane. And then um, I would say within a month after that, I got certified and actually became his biggest competitor. You know, that's okay. water under the bridge. <laughs> I water under the bridge. You know, uh, we're pretty good friends now. And it's funny because he'll joke around and say, man, I wish I would have never told you that. But yep. it wasn't because I was trying to make more revenue. It was just at a convenience uh, because, you know, yeah. we, we, we flow a lot of units. You know, sometimes we're doing six to eight replacements a day. And it wasn't about trying to save the cost of the, of the lift, what they charge for doing the lift. It was more of a convenience. You know, a customer called me and says, hey, man, you know, uh, companies are two, uh, a week out, three days out, four days out because of the crane. Um, but I'll, get, I'll give you the job if you replace it tomorrow morning. Well, I have that yeah. ability because, you know, we have a crane, right? Actually, we have two cranes. And... You know, it's just, I guess it was for, more for uh, convenience is how I got into the crane business. Yeah, that's definitely uh, convenient to have. Uh, Richie in the chat says that you're not a rooster. He was asking for a rooster. A rooster? I don't so, know if you've seen my videos where, like, they're going crazy in the background. I got, I got people, horses. I got horses. Some I people them, love man. them. I got horses in the background. If you hear, I don't have roosters, <laughs> but I got horses. Uh, Chapel Knight, uh, what's better for HVAC? Trade school, community college. Like I said, I personally prefer community college because it was a two-year program. Now, the only bad thing is you got to get through your, um, I forgot what they're called, you know, your English, math, and all that first, and then you can go into the uh, HVAC stuff. Uh, we We had a lot of hands-on in our college so they had a bunch of walk-ins set up with condensing units that we could work on uh they had us working on split systems they had a bunch of uh boards where we practice wiring uh thermostats we had a little mini like reach and cooler type stuff to work on and we even worked on window units even though i don't work on those but i had a lot of hands-on so that's just my experience with it uh but like i said you don't have to do school like if you if you're not a school person just go just skip it go go straight and look for like a company that's hiring a lot of times they will train you especially if you're if you don't have experience or anything you can learn on the job and it's actually you know cheaper for them you know right uh, they tra- they the train you and and they don't have to worry about like bad habits that you might already have if you worked for another company so you know there's a uh, different ways I want to give out, uh, it looks like we got HVC562, Luis. Hey, man, I appreciate the love. MVP. 
MVP. <laughs> you know, Where I don't consider I? myself uh, to be an MVP, guys. I consider myself to be, you know, and that's the thing. You know, I, I run calls. I don't. I'm not an office boss. I run calls. I grind uh, right next to my guys. I don't think I'm better than any of my guys. I don't think, um, you know, they're better than me. Um, I, and I, I think my, a lot of my guys respect me for that, uh, especially if yeah. it's going to be a harder job. I actually, I'm kind of a work hog. If I get there, I kind of like, hey, let me in there. Let me do it, you know? Yeah. Um, um, I don't I'm, consider myself to be no MVP. I just consider myself just to be another technician. I don't know everything, you know, and if I don't know, I'll figure it out one way or the other and I'll get it. And that's a good way to get, you know, more out of your guys too. Like if they see you doing that um, and not you're not just stuck in the office and yeah, some all, of my, all talk, you know. I have a, you know, our HVC supervisor we have here, you know, good guy, great guy. And most of his training he's gotten here. And he tells me, he goes, I got to be honest, you know, if I was you, I would not be out here, you know. <laughs> I'd be out there having fun or, or you know, I, I would work one or two days out of the week, you know. But yeah. Honestly, I, I I love, you know, doing HVAC work, doing plumbing work so much that I, w- I would almost, almost do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> almost. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm the same way too. My dad too, like he's crazy. He'll be on the roof with me. And I'm like, you don't even do HVAC work. What are you doing up here? But he just wants to help. Uh, if he's at the same location or in the same area, you know, we're we're small though. We're uh, we have five guys, including myself and my dad. So you know, we're running around helping each other out too. And um, yeah, I've seen some guys like over on Instagram and stuff. Like they're when they're super unhappy at a company, it's because usually because of the boss. Um, they feel like they don't respect him or, you know, they're, I don't know. There's different reasons, but it's good that, that you're out there. And like I said, my dad does the same thing. I, I if I could, I would fix everything myself. I'm kind of like, I don't have like OCD or anything, but I like to have my hands on stuff. Like I want to make sure that it's working, you know, the way it's supposed to. And it's very like rewarding too. So that's another thing I tell people is like, uh, it's fun and all that, but like seeing a unit kick on, or seeing your fresh, like install or change out, like that's that's rewarding. You know, you got to be proud of that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, sitting back after uh, being being at a job all day, doing a split system in the attic, getting all everything nice and straight, going back, and you know, it's it's a yeah. rewarding feeling. You know. Yeah, that's a good thing about that. A lot of uh, hard work, but then like, you get to see you know the after um do you guys have licenses over there like state license or anything you do yes we have a state we have to be licensed by the contractors board california Mm. state license board clsb um so you have to apply for a license pass the test and and have an active license renews every two years you know oh every two years mine's every every two years so the state of california over here they they like their money they want their cut well, mine's every year. I got to renew it. Yeah, over here is every two years. Um, yeah, because somebody they put people in jail over here um, <laughs> if they catch you con- what they like to say contracting without a license. I wish they would do that down here. Um, 
Yeah, because somebody asked about the licenses, but it's it's different for every state. So I don't know uh, where you're at, Chepo uh, Knight. You had asked in the chat, but uh, California has to have a license. Uh, is that enforced, like, strictly? You know, they've, they've done stings. And before the pandemic, it was maybe a couple years before that, I know they've done stings. It wasn't okay. HVAC or plumbing. I think the last thing I've heard they done was like targeting painters and handyman and stuff like that uh, oh, that wow. weren't licensed. Um, you know, but just like everywhere, you know, I there's a lot of guys around here that run around without a license doing work, and you know, I look at it like this: they're just trying to get it like everybody else. You know, they're trying yeah. to they're trying to pay bills, they're trying to put food on the table. So I tend to mind my own. I don't. You know, that's another thing. You know, I mind my own business. I just worry about me and myself only. I don't, if this company next to me made a million dollars, $10 million, $20 million, $30 million, how does that help me? You know, I don't, yeah. I don't care. I, I only worry about myself and me only and what I can make and what I need to make, you know? Yeah, that's how we are too. Um, and it's, it seems like, you know, in this industry, sometimes people, man, I got some people, they're always looking for, you know, they ask, and the, how I know is, you know, uh, they ask supply houses, you know, the counter guides will tell me, they ask some of my employees, you know, some of my guys, hey, you know, how many guys, how many trucks does your boss have? How many guys does he run? And, you know, how many calls does he run every day? And I'm like, thinking to myself, and I don't want to be rude, but I'm like, well, how does that help you knowing that? Yeah. You need to worry about yourself and, and figure out what, you know, what you're doing wrong or or what you need to do to get to the next step, you know? Yeah, that's that's another thing too, is like, don't worry about your, I mean, there's gonna be competition no matter what. If they, uh, you know, stuff happens all the time. Like I said, my uncle was annoyed about that whole uh, bid war that we have now, because we have to have several companies at this customer that we've had like forever. But, you know, they reassured us that they don't want anybody else. It's But it's whatever, like if they call somebody else, it's fine. Our work speaks for itself. We just focus on what we do. And uh, basically, like, you can find work anywhere, honestly. Like, if we really wanted to, we could just pick up a whole bunch of other work to make up for it. It's just there, there's opportunity. You don't have to worry about what anybody else is doing. Um, and there was, I have been in that awkward situation where they've had several companies at the same location and I end up like working next to one or running into, you know, another company at the location, but it's like, whatever, just. I had it. I, I've had it where I pulled up to jobs like residential, um, doing, doing bids and doing bids. And I really don't do bids anymore. And, yeah. you know, we have somebody that takes care of that. Uh, but if I happen to, you know, the bids are backing up, I go out there and do a bid. And honestly, you know, we're very competitive in price. And especially if I know the company and when they see me pull up, they're kind of like, ah, oh. you know, <laughs> and some, I've had, I'd have good, uh, you know, sales guys, you know, sitting there or, you know, there we here in this valley, we have a lot of companies here that like to dress their salesmen in as technicians. Right. Oh yeah. And, and they'll, they'll be honest. Sometimes I'll say, Hey, you know what? they do good work and I, we're not going to beat their price. I already know it. So I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> yeah. Well, though, 
usually like try out another company or something or they have them doing like because we don't do the plumbing or anything like that so we'll run into another company that does like everything like kind of like you guys but they'll still call us for the refrigeration stuff or whatever we do offer just because you know we, we try to do the work the best to our ability you know make sure you're uh maintaining those relationships with the customer and all that but um yeah i just raced like i only had one customer who actually told us that he got annoyed that we kept bringing up the previous company and i'm like it's and i think it was because the previous company was also one of his friends but like the owner wanted us like really bad in there because they weren't fixing anything so then like i'm i was like i don't want to talk bad about them but like I'm fixing this because I'm like, I don't even know if it was the same company or not. Previously, somebody well, bypassed everything and I have to go in here and I just, I'm just explaining as to why I have to replace a compressor or something like that. And he's, he was just annoyed. But like I said, he, I think he was buddies with the guy before, but. Um, well, you know, best bet on that, you know, it's, it's very, it looks very unprofessional for us to knock another company though. I pulled up yeah. to jobs and, I see it like, what in the world? It went, what a hack job. And that's what's going through my mind. But it's very unprofessional for me to say it. And, and, and usually customers are pretty good. They'll ask me, hey, you're the second guy out here. The first guy couldn't get this done. I'll look at it. He goes, he installed this condenser. Still not working. Still not cooling right. And I'll look. And I'll look around. And they're like, I, I don't think he did a good job, right? And I'll just say, well, you know, I would have done it a little different. You know, I was how there's maybe 20 different ways this could have been done. And this was his way. I personally would have done a little different. Uh, but let's see what we can do. You know, customers respect that more. And they kind of yeah. get the hint. You know, they kind of, if they flat out ask me, you know, if they flat out ask me, like, hey, is this a bad job? Did I get ripped off? And I'll tell them, well, I've always been told, if I got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And <laughs> they'll respect that. Well, yeah, like after that, incident i kind of like had to learn how to bite my tongue on certain parts and i was like and but i was just thinking like i'm not trying to bash the company i was just trying to be informative to the customer i'm like well they bypassed this or they did that or whatever then after a while i was like you know what i shouldn't be doing that but um just kind of like you said if you don't have anything nice you know don't say anything or just be like i'll take care it of just- it let me look at it now or whatever it just looks unprofessional in my opinion, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I've had it where I, I remember I met this gentleman here in town. He's an HVAC technician. I'm not going to say his name. Works at a, uh, works for one of my competitors. Well, I really, I wouldn't say I have competitors. I kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm in competition for, with myself. And I remember I was there to do a plumbing job. And he was on the roof. Uh, and I seen that he was coming down with an inducer motor you know, from a package unit. And I looked at it and I said, wow, that's pretty burnt up. He says, yeah, I'm going to go get it and get a new one, but I'm going to talk to the customer. Let's just, you know, it's a 20 year old unit. See about replacing it. And he was working for a company and I asked him, I said, Hey, you know, I do air conditioning with, you know, and I like to be nice, respectful. And I asked him, I said, is it okay with you? If I tell the customer that, you know, I'm going to, you know, that we do air conditioning too. And, and I'm going to remind you, I was there to do a plumbing job. 
and he was real cool. He's like, dude, go for it, man. Do your do your thing. I said, I just want to step on your toes. And it's funny thing, uh, you know, I did my spill. I say, hey, sir, you know, it, respectfully, I, I also do air conditioning. He goes, yeah, I'm, I, I want to just go ahead and get these. I got one unit he's working on. I got two on the roof. So I want to get them replaced. Are you want to bid on it? I say, sure, I'll, I'll bid on it. And then funny, and I was actually the winning bid, you know. And I think, you know, he's actually became one of my followers. And I don't know if he's on here tonight. And he, he probably sitting there saying, yeah, I remember that. He did. He did ask me <laughs> if it was okay. You know, I try to be respectful to everybody, you know. Yeah, you have uh, to. But don't get it twisted. If they're being mean, I'll be mean yeah. right back. Yeah, there's like a there's like a line. And, and actually, this morning, I had to. I was we're doing a lift, and I was being respectful to somebody, and somebody that you know, kind of in the industry, and and we kind of ended up bumping heads this morning. And I told him, I said, man, don't mistake my kindness for weakness, because I'll go there to sixty real quick too, because you know he started elevating his voice, you know. <laughs> and I said, don't let the ethnic come out. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Do you, do you prefer residential or commercial? I prefer residential commercial. I, it doesn't matter to me. Um, no? Commercial, one side, I don't have to deal with a lot of homeowners. It's more like, hey, you know, fix it. Um, they, they don't really ask about the price. They just want it done. It's business. Um, yeah. And, and on the, you know, it's got its pros and cons. On the residential side, I get to meet people. I get to be their hero, get, them, get their heating back up, get their AC up from cooling. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, the only thing I don't like, you know, like I said, we got, and I, I don't know how it is in, in, in your neck of the woods, but I know mm -hmm. for me, you know, we have two fast food chains that are worldwide pretty much. And mm -hmm. man, the bigger they are, the cheaper they are. People get yeah. excited. Oh my God, I'm going to be doing work for this, this big fast food <laughs> chain. And I'm telling yeah. you, the bigger they are, the cheaper they are. And, and, and and man, is it hard? They drag their feet to pay, and and, yeah, and I'm not gonna mention names, but they're they're popular big names, fast food chains that are all over the not, not in the U.S. but even in other countries, and they're yeah. the worst at paying their bills, and they're the cheapest. They, they they and I'm like, man, you guys are making a killing, but yet, you know, you don't want to spend four or five hundred dollars to get this AC back up and running for your lobby. It's it's crazy to me. Oh, I gotta get yeah. approval. Can you do it cheaper? I'm like. Like, who wants to come in here and have a burger when it's hot? <laughs> you know? It, I know, it's, man. It's, um, it's, it's amazing. We, yeah, like I said, we have some of those fast food chains, too. And that's another thing that I've told people. I'm like, you know what? Like, if you want to start, uh, you might want to start taking, or don't worry about the bigger chains. They're not all that they're cracked up to be. Uh, start with local stuff, you know, mom and pop stuff. Um, if you really need the work and when you get up to a fast food chain like that or whatever, you have to be prepared. You know, they have, you know, so many days that they pay, you know, they might be on a, on a certain system or whatever. Cause like we have to do all our invoicing through different like websites and, uh, different systems that they use. There's so, a whole different area to that. We have some commercial we have some commercial that we got to get there. And I think you, you know about this too. I think I've heard you speak of it where I got to use their phone to check in. Yeah. Well, we use our phone now, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then check in and then check out. We had one that, that had us like, 
sign in and out, timestamp, all this other stuff. Um, yeah. We've had the, it's not a phone call anymore. It used to be a phone call. Like we had to call a number, uh, dial in a, a code or whatever, yeah. and clock in and out. Right. Now it's, now it's a website, but it's still the same thing. It's, it's still annoying and all I, that. Honestly, so. luckily for me, you know, at a point I'm at a position where I can turn those, those jobs. I tell my dispatch team, you know, we got some dispatchers in the office. I tell them, you know what? Turn those away. Yeah. I, I really, sometimes they make it so difficult. Everything's in approval. It's like, man, I just, I can fix this for an extra $30 part or, you know, for a capacitor. I can get this up. Oh, no, we got to get approval. I was like, this is nuts. Like, yeah, I we had that. Back. We had that one time and we just charged them um, for all the trips and everything. Uh, they basically wanted a quote for every little thing. Like, there was a contactor thermostat even though we had it on the truck they wanted a quote for it so that was kind of kind of weird um, you know enrique is asking is it hard getting a national accounts whether it's fast food chains banks or retail um not not really but i'm not so sure you want them uh, i mean there is some good national accounts that are out there yeah there's good and bad uh, ones um, and there's some that, man, it seems like the bigger they are, the more popular they are, the worse that pain. And 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 they're the cheapest. At least that's been in my experience. Yeah. And what I would say is, like, you have the right to, you know, you go look for work and, like, let's say they call you. You don't have to do the work. If you're, you know, starting your business or whatever, you can turn away. It's okay to turn away work. Like, um like you said, the bigger they are, they might not always uh, pay on time or they might dispute things. We had one that I'm not afraid to say. It's IHOP. Uh, we had the IHOPs. We had the Denny's. We had uh, restaurants like that. 24 hours. So they would call in the middle of the night. They would call at like weird hours. And they expected us there and, you know, wanted everything fixed. The owner was a millionaire from another country, had all the money in the world. And here he is disputing anything that was over like 200 bucks. So plenty of phone calls that my dad had to deal with. Cause that's when I had started out uh, plenty of arguments, but my dad, you know, he's a people person, uh, even though they argued, they were still cool and everything. Yeah. You that, know, got, that got annoying. Yeah. You know, luckily, luckily Adrian, I'm at a point where I can pick and choose, you know, I try to get it yeah. all. Don't get me wrong. I try to get it all. But it's just smart business because there's only so much we can do in one day. So if there's so and, and if there's a lot a large volume calls, like here in the summertime, man, I mean we can get 120 service calls in one day. So Damn. just imagine, and you know, and when it's summer and it's go time, like hey, I don't got time for you for the for the cheapskates, you know. Yeah. I, you know people. Yeah, when people's like, hey, how much do you guys charge? I said, man, that's the wrong, that's the wrong question. I'm thinking in my mind. It's like, you should be asking, can you come out? I don't care what it costs, right? Um, yeah, yeah, like that's what we pride ourselves on is like we try to be out there the same day, work quicker than a lot of companies. And I, I try to have everything on my on my van. So either you want it fixed or you don't. Um, this whole like loops that some of these people uh, put us through is like, you know, go do that to somebody else. <laughs> Uh, I was reading some of the comments here. 
Yeah, we gotta catch up with the Richie Goodman says labor you can't control. It says they want you as an employee, not as a contractor. <laughs> yeah, uh, Richie Richie Goodman but, was saying. saying that. Yeah, they they think they think they're your boss, and you're like, no, like we can turn away the work. Yeah, well, like I said, you know, uh, we we we're very fortunate. Sometimes we can pick and choose what work we can do. You know, we want to do, and it's a stepping stone. You know, there's, there's accounts that I've have that I've gotten rid of that, you know, they were good at the beginning, but you know, it's just, as we grow, you know, as the company matures, you know, we get newer accounts, you know, like I said, we can't do it all in one day. So sometimes you got to pick and choose that are what, which ones that are more profitable, you know, yeah, as, you know, yeah, we've had issues with, with some, and it's like, you know, we really like the managers or whatever. Like, we have good relationships. But, you know, there's there might be issues with the owner or the payments. And, you know, uh, if it's not good for business, you don't need to be doing it. So, uh, pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many how many calls, Adrian, normally you guys uh, run in a day? Uh, because of the area that we cover, I'm running, like, three to four to be honest. That's a lot of travel time. So, yeah, we cover two hours each way, basically. Yeah. So half of my day could be driving uh, most of the time. Yeah. Um, I stay local. I try to stay local. You know, in fact, I just got a phone call yesterday afternoon where they wanted me to go was maybe a 45 to an hour drive, maybe an hour drive. And it was just not, I guess, for a guy that travels like you, they're like, oh, that's nothing, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they were telling me, I need you to come out here take care of this for us. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry, I can't. I, 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 I like to just stay within 30 minutes or 45 minutes, you know, maximum 45 within. I have a I have a cutoff, you know, cutoff uh, from, you know, here to there. And they're like, why don't you come out here? I said, well, there's so much to do here. You know, especially with these rising gas prices. I see the gas prices that sometimes you post, man, man makes me jealous because <laughs> you don't want to hey, see what the gas bill is every month here. Oh, they let me know in the chat. Uh, I think one of the guys is from California. Is is it like five bucks or something? It just dropped to two ninety something, ninety five. Hey, us. check it out. I'm okay, check it out, Adrian. I'm gonna send a water tank truck down there. And I huh? need you to fill it up with as much as gas. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna smuggle it back to California. Yeah. So it's here, cra it's I crazy up we there. We hit as high as six, six, knocking on seven. I think oh, yeah. right now it's five, five. Honestly, I try not to look. It hurts less. Five, what's, and I think we're in the high fives. And uh, what's the like? What was it normally? Um, for a long time, I think we're steady, like at three twenty, three nineteen, three eighteen. Oh, uh, that's not bad. Yeah. No, and it just it it shot up, you know. Uh, but it's 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 especially when you got you know a lot of trucks on the road. Just you know these guys are filling up. Oh yeah. Every yeah. two days, or some some every day, you know. I don't know if they're putting gas in their baby mama's car. I don't know what. Um, we've had that. We've had that issue before. <laughs> but you know we got some fail safes. You know for you know. I got a bunch of great guys. I, I know they want to do that, but there is some fell safes in there, you know, take care of that. Keep everybody honest. Um, yeah. You got to be careful with, with how your uh, money spent. I, I went over that in my, in one of my videos too. There's a yeah. different hats you got to wear in the being an owner. 
things you got to look out for. Um, just make sure you're not going in the red, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, let me see. And I'm good with numbers. I'm good at reading numbers and, and knowing what my margins are. You know, I, I'm, you know, it's funny as I'm not the smartest guy when it comes to numbers out here, but my wife tells me all the time, boy, when it comes to business, man, you become Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's your money there. Uh, Richie said commercial people don't ask questions. Now, that's a yes and no type of deal for me. I don't know, like like you said, I don't know how many um, fast food places you do, but I know some of them have this this thing where they get like bonuses if they don't go over a certain limit sometimes. So sometimes they're like, oh, how, how much is that, that going to cost us? You know, we're pretty fortunate that the commercial that we are doing now, the commercial restaurant, we do some restaurants, uh, commercial buildings. We got pretty good customers that, I want if it's under a thousand, I won't ask them. I just do it, you know. Okay, I have to ask over five hundred. Yeah, and unless it's something over a thousand, then I'll let them know. But for the most part, our customers are really good. They're more like, "Hey, can you please get this up and going?" And you know, it makes it, in my opinion, it is a little easier on the commercial side because you know you're there. They're they're running a business. You know, um, they need the AC back up and running. Doesn't yeah, matter but, what it's going to cost, you know, as long as it's within reason. But they're not all like that. Um, I've run into plenty of them that that run, and I just left one uh, that I was doing. It was a restaurant chain here, uh, like a nationwide one, and the kitchen was hot. So I guess I don't care because it's not the front. Because when it's the the dining area, they want it fixed right away because then people leave because uh, they don't want to eat when it's hot. But for the cooks, they, they don't care. They, they let them run or cook in a, a hot kitchen a lot. I see that a lot. And um, they needed a new condenser coil because it was a micro channel that just it kept leaking. And they never approved it. So they've been without uh, AC in the kitchen for a long time. Yeah, see, those are the counts, Adrian, you got to stay away from. Well, we're not doing them anymore. They, they got kind of, they become a hassle. Yeah. Sometimes we call those high maintenance customers and sometimes the numbers just doesn't, you know, the numbers don't balance out, you know? And, and the guy that called us was like somebody that my dad knew. So like he saw, you know, our company and wanted us out there. The thing is, then he got promoted, I guess. So he wasn't the area manager anymore. And the guys that took over were just wanted, you know, cheap work, whatever, you know, it was cheaper, cheaper bids. And um, we also, after we got in and stuff and started doing some work, uh, found out that they were jumping around companies. They weren't really good on the payments and stuff like that. So you got to be careful with some accounts. Yeah. Well, like I said, man, um, I was reading some of the comments here. It says, Mr. Tons. I think I'm saying that, Mr. Tons. Do you guys... How do you what do you guys how are you guys right out of school? I'm I'm assuming he's saying do we hire guys right out of school? Oh uh, yeah. do. I do hire guys right out of school. Um, contrary to popular belief of the guys that come out of school, they think they're ready to go into a truck, uh, but nor uh, they're normally no. not. So, no. you know the schools do a pretty good job pumping these guys up. But and I'll give a guy an opportunity. 
So, oh, well, no, just give me a chance. I, I know what I'm doing. Okay, I'll put them in the truck. And within three hours, they're like, yeah, <laughs> never mind. So <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, different. Hiring, yeah, hiring guys right out of school, I do hire them. But normally, we, we, we retrain them. You know, I put them with yeah. a senior technician. They ride for three months to six months with a senior technician. And we make an investment with them. You know, we're paying them while on the job to, to train them and train them properly. You know, train them our way. Yeah, all you're going, all you're going to school for is to get a basic knowledge of refrigeration, which I do appreciate when I can talk to somebody that actually knows what I'm saying. I can ask them to do little tasks like checking a a delta, checking a superheat, checking gauges, even like whatever. That's what you're going to school for. Uh, everything else you're going to learn in the field. So when you're Don't changing somebody. Out, yeah, I'm sorry, Adrian. I, I, I'm trying to. I, I had too much coffee. I'm usually a wiry guy. I, was reading, <laughs> uh, I mean, to cut you off there, uh, I was reading some of this. Is uh, Rich uh, Richie Goodman says HBC boss, do you fix your fleet? Yes, I do. Uh, not because I want to. A lot of times, you know, we do have a mechanic, but you know, he he like everybody else. He works eight to five, eight to six. And yeah. sometimes these vans, you know, don't come in to the end of the day. So I'm out here in the evening. I'm actually right now I'm at home. I'm in my, I have a, a shop at home and I'm in my shop now. And I wish I could turn the camera. I would show you my, my, my cart full of, full of impact gun sockets. And I play mechanic in here. I got a wall full of parts for my trucks, uh, brake pads, you know, whatever, whatever it takes uh, to get the job done Saturdays mornings. I like to come out here. You know, I bring home a truck that's having some, some minor issues and fix it up here. Not because I'm trying to save money. It's just there again, convenience, you know, some mechanics are not available. They want you to bring it in during the day when the truck should be out there making money. Uh, you know, and, and if a truck's sitting at the repair shop with the mechanic for eight hours, it's not making any money. Yeah. So, that's the part that sucks. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer service trucks or vans? Me personally, I like vans. I've tried. We do have in our fleet. We have one utility truck. Uh, it's a F three fifty, I believe it. It is a utility rack, but that's what it's for. One of my plumbers. They're my underground crew, and it's a crew cab. But for the most part, all my vans, my install team uh, has box trucks with lift gates. Uh, those those has worked out real great for us, and then service service trucks. As uh, you know, some people like utility trucks. I'm not knocking it, but you know, you got your equipment. You can't lock it up. You know, especially if you go to a Home Depot, somebody can jump in back of your truck and take your stuff. Nowadays, refrigerant. You know, so oh, yeah. I rather have a service van that I can keep everything in there, keeps everything dry if it's raining. Hit the button and lock everything right. Yeah, I prefer vans too. Um, I have a Chevy Express, just a normal uh, work van. If you're going to be hauling, you know, recovery machines, vacuum pumps, a whole bunch of parts, you know, stock on your van, I'd, I'd, I would go with a van instead. Uh, we do have a couple of guys that prefer the truck, but they don't carry as much, I guess. Right. I try to carry a whole bunch. Like I, I hate making trips. I try to uh, to the supply house. I try to carry as a lot of you know. I 
there's not enough I can carry. I always try to, yeah. you know, like, man, I need this. I need that on my truck. I, but you can't carry everything, right? You know. Yeah, I just get, I get annoyed worse. when. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I just get annoyed when I go help somebody and it's like, oh, I needed this part or whatever. or And something minor, and we have to go all the way to the supply house to go get it when it could have been stocked on the van, you know, common things that you do. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'll read a comment here. I want to answer this. I see Mr. Tons. How often does uh, your team have meetings and training? Every day. Every day we have a 30-minute meeting, how the day is going to work out. Uh, some of the rookies, I got about four or five rookies right now. We call helpers, you know. I assign them to a, a, a certain technician, a different technician every other day, uh, depending on the job load. Every morning we come out, have a team meeting. Hey, guys, this is what's, what we got going on today. You and you are going there. You and you are going there, especially with these gas prices. Shoot, if I have two technicians with two vans going to the same job, I'm like, hey, guys, hey, load it up in one. Yeah. Oh, but I got all my tools. I say, hey, these gas prices are no joke. Load up in one van. There ain't no need to have two vans at the same job. Oh yeah, we do. So, we do that too. Yeah, it, so it doesn't make any sense. Ways, you know, I try to figure out ways how to be more efficient. You know, I'm not a cheapskate either, um, but just within reason. If you can save here, save there, and you know, and then going back to the school thing, uh, you know, as you know, I don't know if you you see some of my videos. You know, I was I, I was blessed where I was able to buy some property, and have these, you know, we, we're getting 16,000 square foot shop and it's oh, almost yeah. done. It's three quarters of the way done built. And what's funny, what a lot of people don't know is inside this shop, I'm going to have a training facility. You know, um, we're seeing to be growing. And I think we all, during the pandemic, we all suffered the same problem. A lot of companies is hiring people, right? So yeah. I've learned, and I've been doing it for years and decades, it's nothing new to me, is training guys. You know, I have a better response to training guys and put them out in the field. In fact, probably, you know, seven out of ten guys have been trained by us. You know, some of my senior technicians out there. And, you know, and I found that it's, it's an investment. Sometimes you could train a guy. Uh, make all this investment and they, they get it and they get it and they leave, you know, because they want to do their own thing. And that's a risk. You know, you can't yeah. run a business fearing, you know, being scared or this might happen, that happened. It, it, anything could happen. So I just try to, you know, run a business being positive and, 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 you know, hoping for the best, you know, but it happens and it's worked out. And, you know, I can't wait for a new shop for us to move in there. You know, I'll, you know, I'll be uploading some videos and, I know a lot of people, I get a lot of DMs that a lot of people miss my YouTube channel. <laughs> and because so yeah. I was posting a lot of tricks and trades in there. And it's just, it's not that I don't like doing it. Um, my son was actually helping me edit. He was doing all the editing. And oh, I don't know, okay. somehow it turned into a job for him, right? So all of a sudden he didn't like, oh, well. And then we got we got busy. You know, sometimes we're, we're moving and grooving. I don't got time to slow down and make videos. But I'm, I'm going to start it back up. You know, I'll start it back up. And, and I'm excited with this new shop we're going to get and the training facility that I'm going to build in there. I want to build a real live, you know, not like in these schools where they're working on nothing but brand new stuff. No, I want to yeah. bring in units that are 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old, 
especially here in the valley we have a lot of common brands that you know builders use 20 years ago 30 years ago and i want to bring in those units the most units that we're running into on a daily basis if you're if you're doing residential yeah man that's awesome um i've kind of thought about doing something like that too um so i can't wait to see what you do with that sounds like a great um, i make a terror says uh i'll go let me know when it's open (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean a lot of people are gonna uh I want to go is because I want to create real live scenarios, you know? Yeah. Uh, Chep, Chep night. You're in Dallas. Uh, you have your EPA. Are there more licenses you need to be a better HVAC tech? Well, here in Texas, you can be registered with the state. Uh, TDLR is the website. Uh, they're the ones that they're the regulation for the state. Um, if you become registered it's like just a yearly fee it's like 20 bucks and then from there you can go to being certified it's a small exam i'm not sure how much it is uh those are the ones that you can get i don't have my nate or any anything like that um i just went straight for my state license i gotta i you know i'm not knocking anybody that's nate certified (laughs) not knocking them yeah but i had a nate guy come through here that wanted to hire get a hired and and he had two Nate certifications, you know, and, and different. And I won't—I don't want to say too much. I don't want to expose the guy, but let's just say this: I wasn't impressed. I would have put him against my three-year-old rookie. <laughs> so sometimes, guys, let's not get caught up on these certifications. And I think they're great; they're great placards to hang on the wall. But yeah. you know what? Let let your work speak for itself. You know. Yeah, like as far as us in Texas, you just have to be registered. You don't have to do the certification test that they offer. You just have to be registered to do any kind of work in HVAC. And then if you want to open up your own business, then you just get the contractor's license. And wow. that's what I did. I got the, I have my Nate books and all that, but I just, I never saw the, you know, enough worth to get it, you know? Right. Well, you know, I was looking at some of these comments, man. I, I, I want to, I'm, I'm interested in any, is there any owners out there, any technicians that want to expand their knowledge? I'd be more than happy to answer questions. Anybody in it to win it, you know, that wants to make money. Uh, about that. I got excited about making money. Show, let's get it. LED man or handyman. Uh, if you purchase something, do you purchase extra for the next job? That's something you're going to do more uh, like when you start. That's a good thing to do is buy two of everything. You know, you cover your costs and then you have the next one for your stock. That's all I agree. Do. I agree. And I'm pretty good about, you know, I don't overstock my truck, but every time I'm at a supply house, I'll re- I'm pretty good at remembering, hey, two days ago, I used this pressure switch, this universal pressure switch. Let me, you yeah. know, I replace it, put it back on my truck. Or, you know, I use this. Uh, universal circuit board. You know, I got a bad, I got a bad memory. I write it down and I make a little okay. checklist <laughs> or, or, or write it down, you know? Um, and, and I restock it that way. I might be at the supplies to get a different part, but I'll remember, Hey, I'm already here. Let me get this. Yeah. So I keep my truck stocked that way, you know? Yeah. But like, if you, if you're going for something, 
like us, when we get a new customer, sometimes they have a brand of like refrigeration equipment that we've never worked on or have, you know, have parts for. Yeah, that's when you can go in and just buy double of maybe something you're going to get for them. That way, the next time you have a switch or, you know, whatever little parts that they might have unique to that brand or something. Uh, yeah. I was reading one of the comments, TNZ Comfort Medic AC Heating says, Hey, boss, should I get a Nate certification? Get <laughs> Nate certified. Well, if it makes you feel better, go get it. You know, uh, I don't think. I don't know, know if it benefits or I've seen it benefit anybody realistically. I was reading another comment. Luis Sosa, I think that's. Uh, HVAC 562 says, I'm studying for my C20 exam. Any advice on how to focus, memorize what's in the study guide would be nice. Um, man, you know, I would say the best advice I can give you is uh, read that exam and, you know, don't get nervous. You know, C20 license is, is uh, heating and air and ventilation. That's what he's talking about. So I think he's out of California. Yeah, I believe uh, so. Just study that book, man. Don't get nervous and let's get it. Uh, Jonathan's asking if your technicians take their vans home. Yes. Uh, some technicians take take their vans home. Some don't. Um, here in Fresno, you know, we're not, we're not in the greatest place. So some technicians prefer to leave their vans at the shop oh, yeah. because they're, they're like, hey, you know, um, I, I think it's safer here than it would be at my home. So, uh, but some technicians do take their vans home. Um, other and, and, and some don't. So I'm like, hey man, I don't got I don't got the space for it. I'd rather leave it here. Yeah, the main thing with that is like, it's more convenient for them because then they just go straight to work if they need to or if they're on call or something like that. Uh, versus having to go pick up the truck and all that extra stuff. Yeah. Well. The guy, our guys here, if you're on call, you know, we, we just do, so our own, the way our own call works is a technician's on call once, one weekend, every four or five weeks. Oh, nice. So on a Friday, his on call, the on call starts on a Friday, 5 p.m. So that technician already knows Friday, usually he'll have a, one of his coworkers pick him up from home. So he leaves his car at home. And he drives, he, he gets, you know, he comes in to work with him. And so he's going to take the van home for that weekend. Oh, okay. And then he just drives back in on Monday morning. Well, nowadays I'm on call every weekend or every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where was I? Sorry. Uh, am, I that... your post? Am, I, am I reading the question? You're supposed to, well, you're supposed to read the questions. <laughs> I'm looking through the comments. I'm, I mean, there's plenty to choose from. I'm just trying to go through them. Uh, Zoe, sure. would you rec would you recommend going to school to further your knowledge? Uh, get a P EPA certified. EPA certified is for you to handle refrigerants. Um, I would say to at least get that. Yeah. Uh, go to school or go go to school or get out in the field. It it depends on you. Uh. Some people learn better hands-on. Some people want to know the basics in school. It just depends. Um, I like to go into school, but I will say 
it's very different once you get on uh, get out in the field. Um, most of what you're gonna learn is in the field, if that makes sense. Right, absolutely. I like. I remember when Tito Vlogs was on YouTube and on his Instagram, he used to post. And I think he, I don't want to say the school's name, but it's a popular three-letter mm-hmm. <laughs> name. And he says, "I didn't learn nothing in school." <laughs> yeah, he that's says, what a lot I'm of pretty- that's what a lot of people say. And I don't. I think every school is different. So, like on mine, I'm not going to knock mine. I did learn a lot, um, but going out in the field, you're not going to see everything perfect as you did in school and stuff. So. Uh, wow. You got to think on your feet. You got to learn little things here and there. It's helpful if you ride with somebody and that, they kind of teach you because they've already worked on this stuff. You know, they give you the tips and tricks of the field. And I mean, you, you only you can only go up from there. Luis, I was reading Luis, Luis Sosa's comment. Hey, you said that I did it. <laughs> I knew where I knew more. I knew more than the teachers when I went to UEI. Oh, that's the one. I saw it pop up in the chat earlier. <laughs> Nate, what's <clears throat> up? Well, the one I went to, two of the guys worked for, I think they worked for the the school as, like, the, the guys in, in charge of, like, the chillers and stuff. And then the other two that I that I had owned their own business. So they were all pretty knowledgeable. And they would give us, you know, their, uh, you know, what they did in the in the field and their experience with all that stuff. So I just I don't know, maybe I lucked out. I think you lucked out, and not knocking on any teachers out there, but the way I look at it is, if if you're if if you have your own business and you're teaching, I don't have, you know, I would love to teach, <laughs> but I don't have time to teach, you know. Yeah, something's going on. There. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No offense. I don't want to get no. Uh, I don't want to get no uh, DMs on the comment. Uh, Elaine Aguilar, uh, do you do plumbing? Uh, HVAC boss does do plumbing, right? You do all that stuff. I do. I hope it's. I hope it's not. I got a stalker, and I hope that's not my stalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we. I'm. I'm real picky with what with with what we do. I do commercial only, and it's kitchen refrigeration. I do some HVAC. Um, I don't want to take on, you know, too much. And uh, just an FYI, Adrian, man, uh, I'm on 3%. Apparently, I, di- I didn't prepare myself. I When I got home, I, I got <laughs> – I, I came uh, I came straight from the job to here. So in case I lose you, I only got 3% left. And for whatever reason, I'm plugged in. I'm plugged in, but uh, it still... says charging, but nevertheless, okay. I'm losing juice. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're at an hour and a half. I was going to say, if you need to dip out, that's not an issue either. Uh, hold up. Nate Salgado, missing your upload, HBC boss. Uh, I'm assuming maybe the YouTube. I'll try to start up the YouTube channel. Um I'll try to start it up, get some more videos going in there. You know, I, I know I got a lot. I get a lot of DMs on YouTube or in my email for the YouTube HBAC boss saying they, that, hey, come back with Mr. Videos or I was learning a lot of your videos. Because I took it. I don't know if you've seen some of my videos. I was taking a service call, a service call, 
and yeah. explaining what I found and and how we go about how we go about fixing it. And yeah, which is helping out a lot of guys. Which what is what I. Yeah, that's what I started doing too. Because at first I was just like recording, vlogging, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, you know what? I need to start like explaining what I'm doing here, what my thought process is. Um, but you don't have to do like long videos. If if you want to get back into it, just do some short videos. And get back that's into why it. I do more on Instagram because yeah. Instagram is so fast for me to just take a few seconds videos and upload it right from the phone. So or, or, go, why, or go live. Right, or go live. Um, I, you know, I, I man, I, you got to be careful with that going live. You know, we went live where, you know, we were at the fair. I and, missed that one. And it was about to go down <laughs> at the fair. <laughs> yeah, the, I think I think last week's chat, it kept coming up, and I was like, I didn't see the live, so I don't know what, what's going on. Yeah, we were we were there having a good old time and 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 Fresno is all good old fashioned. You know, I'm sitting there walking with a bunch of my. There's a, I think at that time I think there must have been about thirty of us, thirty five of us. Oh yeah. And I stopped and I turned around and I was looking at my guys. I'm having a good old time laughing, and somebody from behind put his hand on my back. Says, "Hey, be careful," you know. But I wasn't walking backwards. I was just standing there. Says, "I will um, walk through here." And I'm, I'm with a big smile, you know, I'm like, you know, you know, I turn around with a big smile and nod my head okay at him. And the guy says, and don't get an attitude. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even say anything. What? And he just, he, I think it was a guy who was having a bad day and he was looking to pick a fight. And, you know, I try to be first and foremost. It's always, you know, keep it professional, especially in front of my guys. Yeah. Um, but also, man, I, you know, hey. Uh, so some of the people caught uh, some of the some of the live some of the, the ex verbal exchange. In fact, I know HBC Tactical was on there, and he oh, sent yeah. me a message like, "Hey, why'd you guys cut the live? It sounds like some problems." <laughs> and it did. It, it got pretty heated, but luckily, you know, cooler head prevailed. And uh, I didn't want to post any. You know, some guys were taking videos, but I didn't want to post it because I don't think it's professional, right? Yeah, you gotta watch out with that. Yeah, we gotta, you know, I don't, I don't condone that, and, and you know, we gotta, we gotta use our, you know, we gotta use our minds, right? Any idiot can use yep. these, but we gotta use this. Yep. I uh, got Nate here. He's uh saying, "Have you seen the fast food minimum wage raised to twenty two dollars?" Some techs are rethinking. I guess if they want to make more money flipping burgers. You know, where's that? Yeah. I've seen that. I remember two of logs posting that I'm just gonna go work for In and Out. Oh yeah, yeah. And but like, where are you? Where is your future? Where are you gonna where, get out of that? Yeah, where are you gonna like? Where do you end go from up? there? Like, so I don't. It's not something I recommend. No, you're not gonna get anywhere doing that. At least in this profession, uh, the knowledge is man is unlimited. The knowledge you can learn. There's new stuff coming out every year, so there's always more stuff to learn. It's you it's challenge it's challenging, but it's it's fun. Like I have fun with it. I don't want to be stuck in a kitchen all day. No offense to anybody who has uh, those jobs or anything. I can't be in, in an office. I can't be doing all that stuff. I like um, traveling in my van, going to fix stuff. You meet new people all the time. You you know challenge yourself at work. You learn new things all the time. So I don't know. That's that kind of stuff is not for me. And then like, where do you end up? 
All right, I'm plugged uh, in. My 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 technical assistant plugged me in on a higher. Now my my battery power is <laughs> going back up. Although I was okay. plugged in, but I guess he brought me a more beefier charger. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, because you're on a, a tablet there, I think. Uh, Chris Garcia, do you prefer HVAC or refrigeration? For me, refrigeration was kind of overwhelming at first. Uh, so did it get easier for you, Chris? But I do really prefer refrigeration. So I do commercial refrigeration mostly. I love working on walk-in coolers and freezers. Uh, I even like, you know, the reach-in, the small stuff, even though they're more of a pain than the bigger things. Um, but that's just my preference. Um, and I've done some walk-ins. I do some repairs on walk There's some restaurants I take care of. I take care of the AC and yeah. I'll take care of their walk-ins, you know, their freezers. Um, I don't consider myself to be a pro at refrigeration, um, mm -hmm. but I know enough to get it up and going, you know? Yeah, I kind of see myself, you know, the other way. Um, I do refrigeration first, and then, like, you know, they have me look at the ACs and stuff like that. And if if it's overwhelming, the, the only way I tell people to look at it, it's all the same refrigeration cycle. You have a condenser, you have an uh, evaporator metering device, compressor, you know, they're all the same. A lot of the in-between is just controls and safeties. It's yeah. It, it's still it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not as bad as you think it is. Like once you break it down, it gets easier. Well some of the guys, you know, we've been on some of the repairs. <laughs> I did an installation for a walk-in. Um I don't know if I posted the video on it. In fact, I had some followers on my YouTube channel. Um I think they were IC refrigeration down here in California. So if there's any icy oh, refrigeration okay. guys out here, shout outs to you. And man, uh, I did. In fact, I had to reach out to one of them and ask him a, a question that, you know, I couldn't figure out and he was able to walk me through it. So there again, I don't know everything, cool. uh, but you know, I keep an open mind, but nevertheless, yeah. we got it. We got it installed and uh, we get it, you know, and, and some of my, Guys will say, hey, Angel, we, we worked on some, we've done some new installs for walk-ins. We've done this. Why don't we start doing refrigeration? I said, shoot, they already call <laughs> us at 10, 11 at night for plumbing yeah. or air conditioning. We, what do you think they're going to do for refrigeration? They're going to call us on the weekends, on the Friday night, Saturday night. You know, they're, they're, they're walk-ins down. They got food. They need you there now. So we already got a high demand. I don't need to open another door for it. So I'll leave the refrigeration to the refrigeration guys. Yeah, it's a whole other. No th thank uh, you, but no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other thing because then they got product. You can't, you can't let that product go bad or anything. Uh, Chris, you're better off learning in the field and asking questions. That's that's another thing. If you're writing with somebody, make sure you know what they're doing and why they're doing it. You know why they're changing this part, that part, whatever. And uh, you can ask. During the call, or you can ask after the call. Some techs don't like to talk too much during the call, but uh, just ask your questions at some point. Any more? Uh, we got any more questions? Uh, that's what I'm trying to look for. Uh, I was reading Mr. Tongue the last. What does he say, Mr. Tongue? Uh, tons, tons. The last comment there. What's that say, Adrian? How, how does it feel to 
uh, being your own boss and not having to punch somebody else's clock or basically doing what you love. You know what? Honestly, it feels real good. You know, I get up to work. Go, I get up to go to work because I love going to work. Um, and I'm fortunate now, you know, I don't want this to come around the wrong way. I'm fortunate that I get up and, and like going to work. I don't have to go to work, you know. Um, yeah. But I love, I love doing it. What else am I going to do? I love the industry. I, I love, you know, I like the atmosphere at work. I love working. I love what the guys I work with. And I think they feel the same way. Sometimes when we have three-day weekends, they're like, man, I was missing you guys, you know. <laughs> you know, they're calling me on Sunday. Hey, how, what are you up to? What are you doing? You need work? You need help on anything? You're working at home? You know, they really, you know, it's a, it's a good, uh, you know, what would you say? Good team, you know, that I, I just love, man, I love going to work. And most importantly, what better way? You know, it, it, we're making money and with the cherry on top, you know. Yeah, you got to love what you do, and that makes it go by. Your day goes by faster. You're not, you know. Mr. Not... Mr. Tongue, 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 you see the E is silent. I'm sorry, man. Hey, <laughs> I don't make my money uh, reading, okay? I make my money getting and fixing AC, doing plumbing, and, and out here placing units. So I, I apologize. Me no offense, but I, I, obviously I'm not going to win the spelling bee contest. That's for sure. Uh, Richie was like, trust me, boss work is a life of war. When you work for a company, you can retire. Well, you know, being your own boss has its pros and cons. One of the cons is you're always, you're always working, but I think, I think some people can handle it better than others. So it just depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading a Giovanni says HBC boss do you prefer candidates with NAEP certifications or any other certification besides the EPA 608 you know what I just I don't I don't like I said I've seen guys come in with certifications up the wall and they can't even wire in the thermostat so that's just my experience on it so I don't care about certifications of course you got to have your EPA minimum uh, but all this NAEP certification I don't care about none of that I just want to see what you're able to do. And a lot of guys, even if you don't, you're not real proficient and, and there's still a lot, you got a lot to learn. As long as you got the work ethic, you got the right attitude that, you know, you want to learn, you want to get up every day, you're on time, uh, you're on time to going to work and, and, and you just want to, you got the passion to learn, I can teach you. You know, uh, it seems like we cannot teach work ethic. You, know, you got to be born with it or, or, or your upbringing from your home. You know, you had to learn work ethic there. I can't teach you that. Um, but if you got good work ethic, the, the the rest of the part, you know, learning how to repair, I can teach you that. That's easy. Uh, Chris, how do you get the smell of kitchen refrigeration off your hands after a call? I wash my hands with boiling hot water and soap like 20 times and they still smell. Chris, where are some gloves? I, I try to wear gloves. You know, whatever happens, you know, throw them away. Uh, cardboard is your best friend, too. Uh, I don't know. I like kitchen work, but it's not for everybody. It's definitely a dirty business. <laughs> Where, you know, and I've, I've, do, I've done kitchen work, but not your kind of kitchen work. But I got to yeah. work on a three-compartment sink for the plumbing. Or, you know, I, I got to work on an ice machine if it's one of my customers. And, 
man, the floor is greasy and stinky. You lay down. Oh, yeah. Man. So I, and like you said, cardboard restaurants, that they always got cardboard. Go by the garbage can. I, I get a long piece of cardboard laid down before I get on the floor. Cardboard and gloves. Definitely. Uh, plus Jose bringing Tito blogs. Got to bring him out of retirement. That though, I thought I talked to him, man. He's enjoying that restaurant, you know, that restaurant. He's at that, <laughs> that, what, what do you call it? Emergency room, that, that hospital. hospital. Life. He, 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 he loves a, it. He brags about being on a, Netflix half the time. Yeah. But <laughs> more power to him. Me, personally, I love to work, man. I, I love it. Um, I, I want to be on calls. That's why I'm not in the office. Some of my managing staff at the office gets mad at me because they're like, hey, we need you at least here today. There's a lot of decisions we need to, you, need, you need to make. And I was like, man, I just want to go out. To me, it's play. I want to go out there and play. I want to go out there and run calls. I want to be out there with the guys. Definitely. Yeah, I think he does that uh, engineering for the – They're like, I think they're like engineering and maintenance for the hospitals. Right. Which I have, I have to deal with those guys too. I – I'm not a big fan of him either, but uh, if he he's told getting me his hospital, he was working at. Yeah, and if I he gets his, his right benefits, here, you know, I get to hang out on you know and watch Netflix on break. <laughs> let me find. Let me one day be around your hospital. I'm gonna go flood, go 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 break stuff. Get get you to work. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know what they do there because, like for us at the hospital we have that we do work at, they have engineering and and maintenance guys, whatever they're called. They do a lot of the, like the real little things. So we do the ki the kitchen refrigeration for like the cafeteria that they have there. And then they have an, another company that comes in for the, the chillers and stuff. So they, they do outsource some of their stuff. Now, what I got annoyed with is that one of the guys I think used to work for one of our competitors and he got hired there. And he tried to do a lot of the, our work before calling us I had to get there and it was like a mess and then I have to fix his mess. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about those uh, engineering guys right now. Yeah. Stationary well, engineering. Yeah. Well guys, um, it's been a long day for me. My day starts at five in the morning, four 30 in the morning. Um, you know, it's what the day I get up and, you know, start getting mentally prepared for my day. Been a long day. I've shown my uniform. I'm dying for a shower. Yeah, I, man. Uh, I'm not saying I need one, but <laughs> <laughs> I want one. <laughs> no, it was so, good having you on here. Um, I like I said, we're running a little longer than I thought we were going to, but uh, definitely check out uh, HVAC Boss on Instagram. Maybe he'll do some YouTube soon. Um, I'll leave links to all his stuff. I have to go in and edit the description real quick. Uh, but it was good having you on here, man. Well, guys, Adrian, I appreciate you having me on. It was nice talking to you guys. Um, it's fun to me. You guys out there, I appreciate all the uh, the, the comments, the feedbacks, uh, and I appreciate the love, guys. So let's go out there and get it, guys. All right, man. Uh, let me disconnect you, and then uh, I'm going to finish up the stream real quick. So I'll see you later, man. All right, man. Peace. All right, guys, so let's see. We're almost at two hours. 
Yeah, it was good having uh, Angel on here. A lot of good information. I, we probably didn't cover everything that we should have, but uh, if anything, I'll bring him back on. Uh, I don't know if you ha had any questions on the business side. Next time, bring the rooster. <laughs> oh, what, what day are we? Tuesday? On Saturday, video that I'm uploading has plenty of roosters in it, so check that out. Let's see. Uh, we still got a lot of people in here. I'm just gonna go through the chat real quick. If you guys have any questions before I sign off, let me know. Uh, Luis, if you feel unappreciated, feel like you deserve more money and you've been offered $7 an hour, go work for another company. Uh, How do you get hired to an HVAC company straight out of trade school with no experience? Well, you're going to have to go look for companies that are hiring and more specifically, if you can find some that have apprenticeships or they say they'll train you on the spot. Uh, those are the companies you want to go for. Uh, also, if you want to just get your hand tools, uh, some basic tools that shows initiative and, you know, basically you just have to go somewhere where they, they're willing to train you. Um, some might be hesitant to do that, but some of, a lot of companies do like hiring, uh, newer guys that they can train themselves because a lot of times you might pick up bad habits or you might do things one way and they have to teach you to do it another way so for some companies it's actually a good thing that you're not super experienced or something you know so just look around apprenticeships are good or if they offer if they advertise that they offer training for new hires uh Where am I? Uh, Jonathan, what happened to the leak detector giveaway? I already drew uh, those and I already sent them out. Uh, basically, yeah, I wasn't going to do another video. Basically, I just I went in and, and reached out to the people that won and I sent those out. I have another giveaway uh, this weekend. So... If you guys want to check that out. Chris, how do you diagnose a bad TXV? I struggle with that. Uh you know, you can take you can take the sensing bulb out, warm it up with your hands, see if you have any difference. You're basically just checking your superheat and stuff like that. Uh, you need to rule out other things first. If your TXV is icing up, um, you need to make sure you have enough refrigerant. You got to check your pressures, dive into it a little a little bit more. Uh, like I said, check your superheat. Um, uh, TXVs are very misdiagnosed. But like I said, you want to rule out everything else first. If you're not low on charge, if you're not 
Uh, if you don't have a plugged up filter dryer, make sure you check that. Uh, dirty condensers, plugged up evaporator. You gotta, I would say, look at the TXV last. More times than not, the TXV is doing its job. It's, it has a sensing bulb, make sure it's mounted correctly, make sure it's insulated. And then uh, basically all it's doing is just regulating flow. If there's a low charge issue or something else, it's gonna throw it off and you can't diagnose it until you get everything else um, checked first and make sure everything else is working properly. Do you guys have any other suggestions? You know, let me know. Uh, we hardly change them out. The only reason that we change them out is if they rub out, if they're leaking, or if the uh, for me the stem has broken, where I'm trying to adjust my superheat and the stem is just freely moving. It's it's actually broken. Uh, those are the ones that I change out. And yeah, most of the time when I'm changing them out is because I can't adjust them. Um, Something's wrong with the stem, and I've had them break. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm gonna answer the last of the questions uh, before we get out of here. When are the stickers shipping out? These. So, uh, if you were. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. I did mail out the first batch. This is the second batch. And then that's it. I already ran out of uh, stickers. So as long as you emailed me and I told you that I, I had them for you, uh, those are going out. I just I was waiting on a couple of responses so I could send these out uh, tomorrow. So if you haven't gotten it, they're on the way. Is it hard to start your own business or how do you know if one is ready to start at home business? Um, are you talking about HVAC business? Cause it's not an at home business. Basically you, you do need to have some sort of savings. Uh, money is important or you, you get a loan or something like that. Um, you need to make sure you have everything that you need to do your job properly. So there is going to be a whole process of you making sure that you have um, all your equipment, right? So you need money for all that. So when you want to start a business, just like I said, be prepared, uh, have everything lined up. In my business, you're going to have some money put aside. Uh, you're going to have your insurance, your contractor's license, stuff like that. So, and I just personally don't like to work for somebody else. So, uh, I know a company that will hire you right out of school. If you work 12 to 16 hours a day, you'll learn fast for sure. 12 to 16 hours a day. That's crazy. Uh, should you sign up for the apprenticeship program? Yes. If there's a program out there, the company has an apprenticeship program, uh, you can do that. Uh, basically, you're just going to go in there and, and ride with somebody, get trained that way. And a lot of people learn more on the job versus going to school. So apprenticeship is a good way to get in 
and then you already be there at the company and you can probably get a job there. Hey, what's up? HVAC work 818. What's up, everybody? Uh, union apprentice pay well. Walmart in Texas offering great apprenticeship program. Interesting. Supermarket is, is pretty demanding. Um, if you guys get into like Walmarts, supermarkets, uh, stuff like that, that's 24 seven, uh, tons of, it's tons of work, but I wouldn't want to do personally, I'm not going to do, um, supermarket. Uh, handyman, my wife was union and now retired from at and Uh, LED handyman, did, did you email me? I don't know if I got that. I'll have to check afterwards. I'm streaming from my phone. Life is short. Money is not life. No, just have to be comfortable. HVAC Nikola, that Klein screwdriver combo you set up is crazy good. Uh, eight and one and fourteen and one. Uh, yeah, I did a video on that. Klein makes great stuff. The Klein, that's going to be the seven and one flip socket with the fourteen and one handle. It's perfect. And then the little uh, stubby, I think, is the. I don't remember what it is. There's a stubby version too that I use. Sup, bro? You ever look into that epoxy? I didn't have. I didn't get to do that that call, so I didn't even use it. Cash rolls everything around me. Uh, you're in markets and you have a Walmart account. Sad face. Man, they're demanding. Oh, and they provide tools. That's cool. Handyman, I'll have to check. I, I didn't see anything before the show, but I'll check again. Where did HVAC boss go? He had to go. He joined us on the YouTube live um, on my channel. And then... And then he, well, he joined us straight from work. So I kind of kept him on here for a while and then he had to go. But that's just, you know, the guy he is. He wanted to be on the live, made a commitment, and he came on the live straight from work. I think he was at a shop. Uh, Richie, I bought your client set up when you busted. Uh, good work. My email is in another country. Yeah, those client screwdrivers are awesome. HVAC work one uh, eight one eight 
uh, your t-shirt is awesome. This one, or did you purchase one? I'm waiting on some designs to come back. I do have uh, other or updated designs, but somebody's drawing those up for me. Uh, Chris, are you going to reach out to Tito Vlogs? That would be cool to get a podcast with him. I guess I'm going to have to now because everybody keeps asking. So you guys want Tito Vlogs? I have to bring him out of retirement, though. If you guys want Tito Vlogs, I'll, I'll, set, I'll try and I'll, well, I have to ask him and then we'll set that up. Uh, this was the first live that I had with a guest. It actually went, went well. And, uh, not too many issues today. How are you, Dr. HVAC? I think there's actually a guy on Instagram that's Dr. HVAC. Uh, rookie from Rookie Refrigeration, yeah. Yeah, when I I got into YouTube when the pandemic happened, and there was Rookie Refrigeration, Tito Vlogs, and a few others. Of course, Chris is still around, Rick from HVACR, uh, Survival still around, Steve, Everything HVACR, and Hughesman HVAC, those guys are still around. Um, but yeah, there's a few that, that people have brought up that haven't, uh, or they like retired from, I guess, YouTube. You are a creative person, Ari. Do you paint? I would like to show you my artwork. I don't paint, but I guess I am creative in a way um the reason i do my youtube channel well i mean at first it was just to show a lot of the weird stuff that i find in the field but i do like to photo edit and video edit that's why i do what i do and i design i mean i design my own shirts now but i design all the logos uh uniforms hats all that stuff at work i mean because it's our company I, I get to do all that stuff Yes, bring in Tito Vlogs with HVAC Boss. Okay, now you guys are asking for a whole lot. But that would be kind of cool, actually. Uh, keep it up, bro. Good lives and good topics and talks. Appreciate it, uh, Giovanni. Yes, Tito. Yeah, both HVAC Boss and Tito Vlogs. That, that, that would be a cool one. I'm, I'm going to keep that in mind, guys. Let's see. You should start a podcast with Tito and Boss, kind of like the HVAC overtime. Hey, there's an idea. I had when I when I started this, I had kind of thought of doing 
something with some people, maybe some of the up and coming uh, YouTubers or Instagrammers that um, maybe have less subscribers than I do, kind of show them on here and um, introduce them to you guys. And I don't know. This was kind of a test for that, for the whole uh, guest thing. If I can figure that out, I'll talk to them, see if we can have them on here. Dr. HVAC is Riverside, California. Uh, Richie, I grew up trying to be famous, or famous artist. Can't see, couldn't see myself working what I love. Yeah, once you start doing something like that for work, it kind of ruins it. Do you charge a trip fee for a bid call? Mm, try not to, but it depends. If they are, if they are um, a long ways away, yes. If I don't know, it really depends. Uh, but we try not to, especially for our own customers. I don't do residential. I don't do a lot of that other kind of work where we're doing a lot of bids. So I'm not sure if, you know, everybody else does. G-Town, like the Venom Funko. I have a few. There's Flash, Reverse Flash, Venom, and Carnage. Christian, saludos. Saludos. Uh, Giovanni, have you met any of your followers or others in this trade? Actually, I have. Uh, locally, somebody stopped, stopped me at, at an HEB. Sorry if you're watching. Um, I know I was like kind of look, I was looking for a gift, so I was kind of like super distracted, and but I talked to him for a little bit. Um, that was kind of cool. When I went to AHR, I did meet uh, a lot of the guys, like HVAC Tactical, Jeff Jadim, uh, Mike Mayberry from uh, HVAC Reefer Guy, Blindstone, if you guys are on Instagram, you're familiar with those guys. But I met a lot of those guys. And then I did run into a couple that recognized me from my YouTube channel. So that was kind of cool. I'll try and be better about it next time at HR because this last time I was with friends. Um, so I kind of did both of those at the same time. I was hanging out with some friends in Vegas and doing the HR event. I am supposed to talk uh, this time at, at a booth, hopefully for uh, Sporlin. So I do have to go back. If you guys are going to be at HR, I'm going to be there. Hopefully. So yeah, I was invited to talk to their uh, or talk at their podcast booth or something like that. Uh, Richie, I bid over the phone. I have seen plenty to know what is out there. Yeah, that's another thing. Like if we have an idea of what it is, we do bid without having to go out there. Like I need this or that. If they know what they need or if they send us uh, detailed pictures, 
that's an easy easy one to do is just bid over the phone just bid high make sure you cover all your costs and uh go over a little bit yo what's up tj yeah in my area i just i met i think one person there are guys at fault that watch my channel my channel and they leave comments and they're like hey i'm from like the next city over uh, i've had a lot of people do that but i've never uh met them uh, and i think some people don't want to come up to me it's like i don't know i'm not any anybody special um i've left the supply house and then the next time i go over the guys at the counter because i'm friends with most of them all right i stay and talk to them uh they're like hey uh or they're asking about the channel i'm like yeah i do i do a youtube you know whatever and they're like yeah because after you left the last time the guys were talking about you they're like hey that's a guy with the youtube channel if you guys see me it's cool to say hi i don't i mean i don't think of myself as anybody super important or anything like that so you can say hi i don't oh, damn it these comments i don't uh i don't hate other companies or anything like that everybody is cool with me i'm friends with a lot of uh, guys or techs and other companies it's cool uh what does your dad call his company reliable so we are Reliable Kitchen Services. I thought, I'm not even gonna lie, I thought it was kind of a dumb name when we started, but I was a kid and I was like 20. Uh, so yeah, Reliable Kitchen Services, we service the Valley here in Texas. Um, kind of just branded it Reliable HVAC for social media stuff uh but yeah we are we're at work we're reliable we're we're there the same day not a bad name i don't know i didn't like it when i started it grew on me but my dad's like yes we're reliable and uh everybody says that they're like man we when they when they try us out and they see that they like our work and all that. They're like, we, we love your company, man. We love how you work. You're just reliable. <laughs> it it always ends up, you know, that conversation always comes up. And they're like, yeah, just like your name. And then my dad's like, hey, like, that's, that's what I wanted. Uh, let's see. Recommendations on how to increase sales ticket on maintenance calls. Well, you want to cover what whatever you're using. So make sure you charge for everything. Coil cleaner, filters. We do maintenance and we let them know everything that, that we see. Loose belts, worn out belts, even if they're not broken. Um cleaning like around the unit like i don't know take 
if we take extra time, we'll charge for it. We'll tell them they need this or that, you know, something like belts are cheap. You can uh, sell them some new belts, do all the belts in the building. Uh, I don't know. There's plenty of different uh, ways to do that. Uh, another thing, a common thing you can recommend is contactors. I can guarantee you every time you go out there, the contactors are going to be pitted to hell. So sell them some new contactors. Uh, like for us, we have an NTE on most places, and we also have a fixed price for maintenance. So we do our maintenance, and then we tell them what we find, and then they either tell us to stay and fix it, which is another ticket, <clears throat> or they'll have to submit a request, which at that point we have to leave. And then once that comes in through email or whatever, then we go back, which is not a big deal. I know some people hate in my videos when they're like, oh, why did you leave? You're going to cost the customer uh, more money. You're going to charge twice or I don't know what. Like, no, um, if I go and it takes me another hour or so to change some contactors or a motor or something that the customer didn't know that I found on a maintenance, guess what? When I go back, it's still going to be another hour, an hour and a half, whatever it is. We don't charge trip fees. Um, you can if you want to. Um, that's totally up to you. A lot of companies here do that. But we don't charge trip fees. It's going to cost them basically the same. It might cost them a little bit more if we're far away and you know we charge some of the travel or whatever, but that's not a big deal. Charts to even bring out the refrigerant tank, huh? Uh, refrigerant's not cheap, man. If I'm adding refrigerant, I'm charging. I don't know what you mean. Uh, guest was a hit today. I appreciate it. A lot of you guys showed up. A lot of you guys are still here. Um, this whole live stream has been great. And like I said, if you guys don't catch the whole show, probably should have mentioned it earlier in the middle. If you guys can't catch the whole show, there's a podcast. This audio gets ripped. Currently, we are over two hours because you guys keep me talking. Um, but yeah, anywhere you listen, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those other uh, platforms. Uh, when tagging along... When tagging along as an apprentice, how to tell if you got some chump showing bad habits, red flags. So I'm assuming you never went to school because that was my way of picking up on that. I saw guys recovering with buckets of water. I saw no micron gauges. I saw like Bunch of red flags. And I'm like, you know what? That's not right. But only because I went to school. So the only thing I can tell you right now is the internet is filled with channels, Instagrammers. So if you check out AC Service Tech, Ty Brennan is one of my favorites. Chris from HVACR Videos, um, HVAC School. Those guys are basically teaching class online. If you see something, 
that you're questioning, search it up in YouTube or search it up somewhere. And if you see Brian Orr on HVAC School, if you see AC Service Tech, they usually cover all those, how to recover, how to vacuum, how to all this other stuff, how to braze. Um, just see if they're doing it the right way. I mean, you can kind of look up anything right now um, on the internet. Uh, what the Freon? Do you have a Steam account? Uh, yeah. What is going on? Yeah, I'm kind of trying to get back into that. Have something to unwind after work. Uh, Handyman, do you have a GoPro and what type? I film on my phone. I'm streaming from my phone right now. Uh, the only reason I, I'm not enjoying the quality right now but it's because I had to use, you can probably see StreamYard uh, to do the guest. Uh, yeah, I film with my phone. I have a Instago, Instago 360, which is a small little camera. And today I don't have my stuff because I can't hook up my mic to this program. <laughs> but uh, it's a small little, like it's, technically this big it's it's like real thin too and it's magnetic so i can stick it onto my hat or my chest if i need to but i haven't used that in a long time i know i need to get back into that uh kind of like first person as i'm working um which i initially bought that for when i started my channel and somebody who's taking full advantage of that is hvac guy so curtis over on a hvac guy um he kind of mastered that whole field of view thing of working on it and whatever. I've done it here and there. I need to get back into it. And, and uh, but yeah, I, I mostly use my phone. Uh, it's an iPhone 14 Pro. A rooster would have been a good guest. Are you scared of roosters? I've never had a rooster. Those are the, the neighbors. Uh, not a bad name. Your pops knows his trade. Yeah, uh, he does hot side. So he does only the, I feel like I say it a lot, steamers, fryers, cooking equipment. He does that. I do the HVAC side. Uh, Jonathan, I'm from the RGB2. Awesome, man. I've had a lot of people hit me up that they're from here. Uh, Chris, bring your dad into onto the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Eventually, I can get him on here. Uh, can you post a link? Yeah, like I had done a video on my recording setup. But if you want a link, I'll link it. Um. It's not the best quality, but it's it's so small. Uh, it, it records really well outdoors. The only thing is indoors, it, it looks like crap. So that's mostly why I don't use it a lot. Uh, but yeah, I'll post it up when I can. If you uh, follow or check my toll link, I can have it there. Pay your neighbors for the rooster. All right, man.
Yo, Chris. What's up, man? Chris is over on the Instagram live. I have the Instagram pulled up too, and I'm trying to do the YouTube live and everything. Super bummed out. I didn't get to run into you at the AHR. Uh, they did ask me to go, or I was there when you did the podcast for Sporland. Sporland actually reached out to me to uh, do the next one. I think they mentioned you're going to do it again, so... Maybe I'll see you at that one. Uh, triple, wait, somebody asked. I went to school, but in the field, should you pull three vacuums? And then what the free on triple vacuums aren't really necessary unless you have moisture in the system. A triple evacuation is going to be going to be really good for or um yeah moisture and if you're having issues like if at that point you're going to be having issues pulling down uh the microns that you want so at that point it is helpful to do the triple evacuation so you see that micron gauge not coming down uh you want to start doing that yeah man my flight they screwed us they screwed over the whole plane we all got stuck back there Yeah, you'll be at the spoiling one. I'll, I'm going to try and be there. I wasn't sure if I was going to go, but then, you know, they asked me to uh, hang by the booth and do the podcast. So try and be there. Trust me, you'll get more views for the roosters. Oh, dude, you really want the rooster. Uh, bring Chris for a live stream. I think Chris has enough to deal with on his channel. All right, guys, if you have any more questions, let me know. Uh, I, we ran over two hours trying to catch up to all these comments. But yeah, I'll definitely hang out or see if I can get some other guys on here. Uh, Tito Vlogs was a big request. Let's see. Do you want Tito vlogs or Rooster? Uh, Chris. All right, man. If I, I'm still trying to figure out this whole live stream stuff. So Chris, so got yeah, we still got people in here. Uh, if Chris, if I can get him on, maybe I'll ask him to join me one of these days. He said to hit him up, so I appreciate that, man. Forget Tito. Uh, Jonathan, he's talking, like when I do my YouTube videos and I'm reviewing something or talking outside, my neighbors have roosters and they're freaking loud. So uh, I've tried to drown them out with like uh, music 
in my videos, but everybody hears them. And they're going off all day. So I live out here on the ranch area, so that's a whole other thing. But some people actually load the roosters. All right, guys, I'm going to get off. It's already getting late. Um, appreciate it, Chris. If you're still in here, I will hit you up when I figure out this whole uh, live stream thing. All right, guys. That's why you like the show. <laughs> like I said, this Saturday, you're going to hear it a lot. I'm, I'm posting the video. I'm, I'm doing a lot of the video here, so you'll hear it a lot. Uh, Handyman, you've had two weeks off. Uh, love the time. Recovering from surgery. What kind of surgery did you have? Forget Tito, get the rooster. Uh, but yeah, I was on the Instagram live. Chris hopped on randomly. He said he's down for a, a stream if we can work that out. One more week. All right, guys, I think I'm going to wrap this up. Um, make sure to check out my videos. I'm trying to post some videos soon. I have one on Saturday. We're going to be running some thermostat wire. I have a few issues with that. That video almost didn't even work out, but you'll, you'll understand when you see it. Uh, but yeah, guys, I appreciate everybody here. Make sure you drop a like on your way out. And yeah, I'll see you guys.